There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. I listening in on your conversation. <laughs> no, that's good. Trying to log into the internet. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I like the idea of just letting people, like, always using the same room and just letting people, whenever they want, come back and just listen. You know, <laughs> if we're recording, come on in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a party. I, I feel like I, I wish we could do the, like, the live call and just, like, bother. Uh, I, I would call Nick a lot. I would call Siobhan a lot. I would call my dad a lot if I could do that on that episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or my nephew. If I can get my seven-year-old nephew's hot take on some of this shit. You know what? I bet. I bet he has a very hot take on this. He's not shy. Um, yeah, like, that's the, his brain works that way. He goes up to kids. And, like, he won a trophy recently. He was like, I won, like, into a kid's face. <laughs> that's a fact. Good job, yeah. Jacob. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. I won. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> we don't really talk like that anymore. <laughs> no, but he thought that everyone else was going to be equally enthused about him winning because he's never won anything before. He doesn't know. Uh, I would imagine in most movies when somebody won they were like yeah let's carry you out of here <laughs> and everybody responded with we came from the generation yeah. of everyone gets a trophy yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> wow you are somehow mildly jealous of this seven-year-old boy winning an award <laughs> that you don't even know what it is your jealousy is starting to like peek through you're like i don't that's... care i don't care i could win an award against a seven-year-old if i wanted to like <laughs> Frank, uh, I don't even. Uh, I don't even know what now. this is. This is this is my nephew. I have no clue what he got this award for. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I bet I could beat him. Most humble. Huh? Thirty-four. So. Oh no! Absolutely. Uh, same. Yeah. Go get him. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could beat him five times over, basically. <laughs> yeah. Not in Lego. I'll fight any seven-year-old. No. Yeah. I could take him. I'm not afraid. I didn't say I was afraid. I'm a little bit afraid of my nephew. He's unpredictable. <laughs> He's come up to me and like smashed my wine glass and been like, that was hilarious. And then ran away. Like, I don't know what he's going to do at any moment. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the trouble with a seven year old is they don't know the rules. Yeah. They don't know the rules of combat. And also like, they don't really have to know the rules. Like they're still at an age where you're like, yeah, I get it. Your brain's still forming. If you were like 10, it'd probably be really mad. <laughs> yeah. Which is very funny because your brain's still forming until like 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right. you can't be mad at but, anyone until they're but, 25. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, really, don't hold me responsible. You gotta until... be nicer to 25-year-olds. <laughs> so nice to 25-year-olds. Um, Jim, should we do the podcast? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all in. I don't care. Hi. Uh, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched a bunch of Toy Story tunes. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Jim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? No, come on. No, no, no. No more robotic conversations. Let's be sincere. Start again. I. Ugh. All right. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. We did this earlier. I told you how I was doing. The fact that you've been asking implies that you didn't listen. I'm going to bring in our guests. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's on. She's a Philadelphia improviser from, on Bat Stevens and also was the coach of guillotine for a while. And he's married to her. It's Courtney <laughs> and Frank Farrell. 
<laughs> we love the intro. Yeah, I just got Ryan Philippe. I, I... <laughs> I imagined you with like roses and like a boot, like 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 winning in that moment. And eh, no, that's me. <laughs> yeah. No, I have all the accolades, and Frank's just married to me. Which is its own reward. <laughs> I think that's actually good. I think that's what you want in a relationship dynamic. That's my job. I'm the accolades and the unpredictable one. And my partner's the pragmatic one. Like, maybe we shouldn't. And I'm like, I'm going to have to do the ridiculous thing. I'm pretty pragmatic, but you think I'm unpredictable? I, I, our, our friends uh, talk about this, of like that there's, there's got to be a gas and the brakes. Uh, mm. Every relationship has to have a gas and the brakes. I think we, we take turns. Yeah, like right now I'm pregnant, so like obviously I'm the brakes. Mm, There's yeah. nothing cool and fun about it, and you're constantly walking around like, Ugh, just like <laughs> heavy breathing and like moaning. So nobody really wants to be around you. But but like that one time at my cousin's wedding when uh, Courtney got overserved and then. Um, took the like old timey phone off the hotel wall. Um, nice, nice. Because she's like, my TJ needs it. <laughs> he really needs it. And then yeah, it's it. I had to chase her around the um, hotel. She ran, she ran in, she ran blackout into the hotel kitchen, um, which I didn't even know I could get into. Um, <laughs> so that, so, not, so she was, the, she was the breaks then. Yeah. Yeah. Was the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need a rational one in that scenario. And I'm, I'm great. That's good. Oh, I don't. How, I don't think I'm off in the breaks at all. Yeah, I'm sorry. How, what was how, that? How How are you? I'm sorry. Yeah. How How are you two? Um, I mean, thank you for asking. And like, I I feel like you're sincerely listening and give a shit what my answer is. So that's nice. Yeah. Thank you for being that. Yeah. Uh, Jim. Uh, um. No, no, no. I was going to answer. I didn't ask how you, <laughs> you were doing. I'm sorry. Go um, ahead. <laughs> I'm well. You know. Uh, actually, things have been on the up. Um, I'm going to college. It's looking really good. I just did at a meeting last week with my transfer, uh, the head of the department. Uh, they had to talk to me because my syllabi was absolutely not available from 2009 uh, when I tried to reach out to the School of Visual Arts to be like, hey, do you guys remember what, you know, like each class said I was going to do? They're like, no, no. Sorry, I'm going to do the drama lady bit. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> technically you went into the Mick Jagger bit of, no. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it flew away. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they weren't they weren't that mean to me, but they definitely on the phone at some point when I got down like the line of like the fourth person that someone kept chucking me down email wise. Um, that person was just like, I'm going to be real with you. You know, this is not happening. Um, it's so, yeah, the real they uh, I had a meeting and she kind of just like generally uh, looked at my the work that I had uh, lying around from that long ago, uh, 12 years ago. Um and decided whether or not some credits would be covered. And I got like five, seven that's different classes covered. So like, oh, cool. even different classes covered. That's pretty good. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. That's a so, lot better than like what can sometimes happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, after this many years, I expected to get nothing. I thought I was going to have to start from scratch. Um, I, I had to restart school like seven times. Mm -hmm. That's something cool about me. I've gone to a lot of colleges. Um, and mostly like I was like scared to ask for transcripts. So I would just like take the same thing. <laughs> so I never did the route of like, you gotta sell this. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've never taken um, an English composition course. So I'll just take it again. It's yeah, yeah. 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 I need well, to that, 
I want to take some of them again. That's kind of the bummer, actually. They were like, all right, cool. Then you won't need digital photography. I was like, but I, I want to. And then I was like, oh, wait, I could just do it. Right. right. <laughs> right. I and not have class. to spend all the money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually, uh, in my city, they have like uh, community classes for like kind of pay what you can. Um, oh, that's awesome. So I could oh. take something like that. Yeah. Like cooking classes and random stuff like that. Um, that's great. Free Spanish classes, basically, next to free anyways. Why not, right? Invest in your... Uh, your people that live there so yeah they gotta, they gotta compete with duolingo so yeah duolingo's not happy they are protesting outside that class constantly <laughs> and like duolingo you have to do it on your own time and everything i'd rather have like a class that like tells me like this is your homework this is when you have to come to class oh you got a group project so now you either are just like too embarrassed to ever come back or you gotta <laughs> deal with these people <laughs> yeah i need someone to hold me accountable that's what i'm excited yeah. for yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Duolingo relies on the fact that I have to have structure, and I don't have structure in my life. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's so. very clear. It does yell at you, doesn't it? Does it be like, where have you been? Doesn't Duolingo <laughs> yell? <laughs> I'm doing the thing. <laughs> I was going to say, was that you, bully? Like, you going, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll bully Jim. <laughs> yeah, count it. <laughs> Put it on the board. Oh, we should one actually have friend. that. Yeah, we should count how many up. bullies happened to you in one episode one time, <laughs> just for fun. All right, I'll keep track. That's one. That's one bully. Yeah, that's one bully. Good, good, good. Um, okay, so I kind of want to get into it, if it's okay, <laughs> right away, because I I will forget all of my knowledge because I watched this like two hours ago, so for the first time. So let's 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 use it while it's in my head. Yeah, I watched them all back to back to back uh, yeah. because it took sixteen minutes, um, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is the best. After doing Lord of the Rings, once again, thank you, Frank, for coming on um, course, for the yeah. Desolation of Smog. Uh, everyone should listen to that episode. Um, what a movie. Honestly, one of the ones that I actually remember the most because Benedict Cumberpatch, so good. Uh, but yeah, thank God. So good. Thank you for suggesting we watch <laughs> things that took no time at all to watch. Thank you one for of, being on the longest thing and the shortest. Yeah. One of the I, – I'm, I live my life on the fringes, uh, <laughs> on the – yeah, the edge of the edge of the sky. Mm, um, got it. One of the benefits of, of uh, toddler – tv is just like really getting like just like you got to get like the shortest content um possible yeah it's like i mean like you said they're only they're they're pretty short there are some that are like 15 minutes or 20 minutes those work really well when lou wakes up at like six o'clock in the morning and we're just like not morning people so we're like all right if i play this three times that'll get me like an hour more of sleep yeah like we don't have to we don't have to like we don't have to discuss them because they weren't on the toy story tunes list but toy story of terror and uh a toy story that's time forgot the land the time forgot of toys whatever those are really good for that yeah i had some time today so i watched both of those yeah just in preparation anyway they're pretty good, but yeah. I think I think that what Pixar does so well that like this highlights is like um, I think animation really lends itself to economy of story and like economy and like the amount of jokes that they put into these three tunes is wild and yeah. it's it's it, it it makes me laugh um, like genuinely it makes me uh, still every time every time I mean I just love Small Fry we oh. watch Small Fry on repeat i yeah, think louis because that that's the 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 double sword is that louis will like do small for fry it, he'll make six, you watch it like six times in a row yeah yeah 
No, I mean, and I love that because at, at that age, I think that we all, I mean, I don't know about you, but I did that. Um, I'd watch the same episode over and over and over again. Um, even yeah. sometimes to just like draw the character and stuff like that. Um, mm. Or just, yeah, it's fun to oh. hang out with the same episode. Um, oh, yeah. you were very proactive watching television. Because I was usually uh, just playing with blocks while watching the same ep- episode of Hey Arnold that I had recorded. For a short period of time, then I got a Nintendo 64 and then I played that while watching a TV mm. show with the computer on PIP. Um, oh my god, Pip. Yeah, Pip is the best. So then I could have two shows on uh, at the same time. It's really living that Back to the Future 2 life. Um, <laughs> but like on a really like low-key, not as cool way. Uh, and then, yeah, I also just had Rush 2049, that weird, I don't know, car game. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you meant Rush 2112. It was a lot of album. like flipping upside down and like ridiculous nonsense um, uh, driving around game. I don't know. Yeah, 64. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, we were a crazy taxi family, but I guess it was on PlayStation, like Sony. I'm saying Sony PlayStation. I'm like, no, oh, I think it was like, by Sony. Was it like Dreamcast or something? Where was it on the Nintendo like, Wii? Like no. I mean, if you're lucky, you found it in the arcade, actually. That's where I prefer uh, it. Yeah, we played that. Um, my family would go down to Orlando every year in October, and um, my grandmother had a timeshare that had a crazy taxi in yes. the um, lobby. And we were just like, it was like me and my brothers just being like taking turns uh, doing that or doing the claw machine for candy. Nice. And it was That's like good. a mess. <laughs> I think it was either that or cruising the world. If I could see one of that, like oh, if it was nearby, yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was cruising the world, the one that has a song that's like cruising. That's a word. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Is that that's, not it? No, that's that, not. That's, is that a different? No. It's a different game. <laughs> is that a There's game a different also game called Cruising? Team song Cruise in the World. Yeah, it is that not. Was, I think that one's called Jet Ski. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about, the blue one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you ever play the super, like, it felt, it feels super fancy and the technology feels, like, way ahead of its time, even though we have, like, VR now. But you know the one where, like, you, like, sit in the kayak uh, and you have oars and, like, then you're, like... No, no I'm with that. Though. I guess that my fun. I guess my bowling alleys are fancy. <laughs> Excuse alleys. me. Yeah, like, uh, had that. I had a similar one where it was like uh, one of those like old timey uh, train cars that you had to like. Oh yeah. And they had that, and it just you went like this a bunch, and then you had to jump over things, and then there was like anime characters that attacked you. It was very strange. You guys really do have fancy games. Do people like help you down when you're done with them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a Chuck E. Cheese. You just fell off of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, I have a question. I feel like Small Fry yeah. sticks with me because I had my my parents are uh, my my mom is a my dad is a semi hoarder. Um, it's it's not. Um, I don't think it's debilitating, but uh, it's definitely he's passed that on to me. And the amount of uh, fast food McDonald's kids toys mm-hmm. that we collected over the years was insane. Uh, it, it feels like that they just like became like the toys that we had. Oh my gosh, my family yeah. was the complete opposite. My mom. One, never let us go to McDonald's. Two, anything that didn't want to develop a connection with anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do feel like your mom probably like went into your room, like snuck in and like and th- threw th- stuff out. Absolutely. I mean, she absolutely did with my blankie. Like, it's Uh-oh. like, that's just like what she she's just like, it's crap. It's gross. 
it's out and you're just like, okay, that's fine. I mean, whatever. But my Aunt Carol, when we would stay over, if you stayed over on Saturday night, on Sunday morning, you would get breakfast from McDonald's. My Uncle Jim would pick up breakfast from McDonald's and they had, they saved all the kids' toys. So like they had like every kid's toy that you could play with. And it was like the best in the world. And I just remember being like, why don't we have this? Oh, our my house? gosh. Like the- they only had one kid and we had four kids. And it was like, it feels like we should have more toys. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I'm being like so like. Rude no, you should have a treasure <laughs> chest of so toys. Weird. We should have endless amounts of toys. But for some reason, we're just allowed our stupid little dolls. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I we were oh, kicked you, outside to play outside forever. Do you remember yeah, um, McDonald's had the um, the uh, they were fairies that were were like flowers, and you would that would spin. You spin. would spin, and then yeah, spin, and then it goes right into the fireplace. I, ha- I had the bath yeah. toy. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that. Anyway, that's I, like a long way of saying like the specifics of yeah. the small fry toys. They yeah. nail. Every single one. It yeah. makes me so mad how every single joke works. Every single mm-hmm. toy. I'm like, yes, that. that Lizard is. wizard. I'm, oh. I'm looking at your oh. background. Hi. Oh, I got it. I got them right here. If you don't mind, if I can, can yeah. I go through some of them? Uh, yeah. Recycle Ben. Love that. Um, <laughs> koala copter. Jim, do you remember what that was? Do you remember what it was a combination of? A, a helicopter and a koala bear? Like, I'm it. not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually see him in uh, Jim, I'm practicing background. Bullying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, that's oh, one for kind. I can't see them, so I'm just gonna guess. Uh, over yeah. here we have uh, Vampire uh, Express. Oh, <laughs> uh, behind Vampire me Christ. right here is Ghost Burger. Oh, um, yeah. Who could forget Beef Stewardess in the house? Um, <laughs> then we got Bozo the Ninja Clown somewhere. Yes. Yep. Uh, there's a Funky Monk in all of this. Yes. And arguably one of the best ones, DJ Blue Jay. DJ Blue Jay is my favorite. And in um in Toy Story of Terror, mm. uh, Bonnie is wearing a DJ Blue Jay shirt. Yes. shirt. Oh why? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, and I forgot uh, Taekwondo. The, Taekwondo. The, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm Does sorry. You had. Question? Yeah, do you have a question? Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just my Where feature. Help? Oh yeah, my my hand like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that guy. Oh, and Gary Grappling Hook. Oh yeah, the oh, best day six <laughs> He served his purpose. That must have felt so good. He's like, do I cross over now? Do I die? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Does it get any better than that? Or is that I the felt last sad time for him? Because I was like, oh, he's stuck up there forever. Because yeah. no one's gonna be able to get Gary uh, Grappling Hook down from there. Oh. I know. It's so bad. What, about, what was the name of the the bald eagle that was in the De- Declaration of Independence? I don't remember. What they never say. Was. They just yeah. say, "I'm I'm, he, I'm a said, car. I'm a car in history. What's there not to like?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my favorite one. <laughs> uh, I also am a big fan of the um, Who Wants to See a Accurate Representation of the, the Nervous System While You're Eating a Burger. <laughs> oh my god, that guy. Yeah. No, no one. Oh, that yeah, that was uncomfortable. But also, I feel like that is a toy that happened i'm sure like it has to have been no all of these toys are like definitely things that happened you know they were just like so weird and you're like okay if there wasn't a popular movie out at the time then they just kind of had to like make something i i had written down that they're like bad improv like the start of a bad improv thing where it's like it's me a koala copter and then you're like (laughs) all right where are we going with this man (laughs) 
it really was like it this really felt like somebody just like rattled that they're like no ideas are bad ideas <laughs> i need we're gonna brainstorm for 20 minutes straight we're just gonna write them all down and right. then like everybody just like make something yeah and we'll just write a little <laughs> note about it like it's like the most fun that they could have oh I just remember I'm looking at the background. And I just remembered a detail that uh, is like it definitely they came up with a name and then they talked about what it looked like. And Lizard Wizard, one yeah. of my favorite details about Lizard Wizard is that the the wizard beard is a fake beard. This <laughs> <laughs> so is a lizard pretending to be a wizard. A, yeah, it opens up a ton of questions. <laughs> and it also is like. Like Frank's favorite about that guy is he makes a noise like (laughs) 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 so I constantly whenever they're like, All right, Buzz, play with Lizard Wizard and he's playing with him and he's like (laughs) He's like making these like little giggly noises that you're like, Is this what it sounds like? Well, you needed to connect with him so you could feel the abandonment. Like when it happened, you're just your heart, you're just like, Oh, yeah. Lizard Wizard is probably like the third suggestion they came up with for a name, but also yeah. number one in my heart, like out of all of them. Oh, I know. <laughs> and Buzz, Buzz coming, that's a great point, Kai, because Buzz coming back <laughs> to the meeting and being Little Buzz's sponsor is the best ending. Because it, like, yes. then it's it's actually, it is like Buzz actually does care. Buzz is yeah. now part of this group, this weird chicken <sighs> palace group. Oh, it's so good. I'm appreciative of it. Why are we also offended that um, Little Buzz smells like chicken? Like when he comes out of the, <laughs> like when, when T-Rex comes out, Rex comes out of the book bag and uh, uh, Woody's like, welcome back. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh God, what is that? Chicken nuggets? <laughs> In your life, have you I ever smelled because... chicken nuggets and been like, no way, we're smelling the world? Except you, go, go ahead. Oh, no, I just think it's it's probably a larger allegory for just, like, the way we treat fast food workers, you know? Like, we really oh, don't yeah. value them. Um, so, like, we're going to have to be like, you smell like you worked at a job below me. Um, oh. How dare these toys be from a fast food restaurant? Yeah, like like Ew. the cheap knockoff version. I also think that there's a little bit of, you know, um, vampirism going on that when, when you're an immortal toy – Mm. Um, and you need not uh, drink nor food to survive, then uh, this, the smell of food must just be real torturous. The fact oh, that yeah. you've been given the power to smell, which Toy Story 4, I mean, I'm sure like uh, you got into, but so, Toy Story 4, the, the existence of the existence of um, Forky really yeah. does open up uh, yeah. uncomfortable questions about uh existence i mean in one of these it was that little um whale that you put onto a bathtub i was like ah, that makes the cut really yeah because i i, I don't know if that makes i guess it's a yeah. toy it's more of <laughs> it's yeah just an, of... an attachment but yeah oh i sure. didn't even think about that one yeah because if we're talking about party source facts like oh boy there's a I... lot there i definitely as a kid had like a toy that was just like it was just a spoon from the drawer Mm. And that's mm. just what I played with because my parents were like, I don't know, here, that. Did that, would that have sentience? Because I played with it? Or like a paperclip yeah, reindeer around Christmas, would that come to life? You I know? think so. I think that you, by by playing with it, you have imbued, in, in, imbued, imbued, imbued it. Imbied. Imbibed. Imbibed. Hey, you all party? 
<laughs> oh, you know. Uh, they call me Partosaurus Kai. I can't do it. <laughs> Party pooper. Um, I'm going to ask you a little bit of a deep question. I don't know if you're ready for it, but um, do you feel like you've been left in the ball pit of life? Whoa. Have you ever been left in the ball pit of life? Let us know at rottentreasurepodcast.gmail.com or just slide into our DMs. And while you're on the socials, why don't you check out this podcast? Childhood. Remember that? You could walk down the street. You could get an ice cream cone. You could go to school. You could do homework for five hours and then lament about the fact that you're wasting your youth. Hi, I'm Ross. I'm the host of Kid Flicks. It's the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. We've covered more than 150 different movies, including all four of the Shrek movies, including Shrek 2, which we reviewed in two different episodes. Definitely give us a listeny listeny and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, unless you get podcasts from that creepy guy down the street don't let him open his trench coat there's no podcasts in there but seriously give us a listen won't you kid flicks it's a podcast hey everybody kai bobby here the other host uh i am here with the captain's log shout out it is from uh, our dear friend crimson he is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Crimson, you're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. Do you feel like you've been left in the ball pit of life? Oh, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. I, I don't know. I feel like it's a first date question, but I'm coming at you hot. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie Rose. Yeah. Well, so, you know, she, she didn't really. This is another thing that I'm like, Mom, you got the toy, you got buzz out of the ball pit. And like, yeah, I get it. Sometimes as parents, we're a little brain dead and we're not paying attention. But I don't think, like, if it's Louis Ducky, like his favorite thing in the world, I'm mm. not grabbing, like, uh, something else and being like, yeah, Same. this looks about right yeah. and throwing yeah. it in. So I'm like, I don't, that to me is like a big reach for like, bothered me too yeah yeah like but even you're, rex you're... even rex was fooled as rex said well rex is an idiot let's <laughs> yeah. be real he said the balls made him shrink <laughs> <laughs> um thinking about like him getting left in the ball pit i'm like yeah it just feels i don't know there was a... i, I did have how to describe it. i did have a big fear as a kid mm. um no, it wasn't big but i did have a fear i had a relative fear as a kid like a medium light, like a small... medium light. Yeah. <laughs> Fear as a kid that um, if uh, I wasn't careful that I could maybe uh, drown in a ball pit. That if I, that if I went too in deep. A ball pit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I went too to deep. It would be like an episode of like Rugrats where it like yeah. it shows them like like gasping for air in a ball pit. I think yeah. it does actually. Yeah. My mom always told us my mom always like instead of telling you the truth like hey guys i actually think this ball pit's like kind of dirty mm. maybe let's not do this 
Um, or, you know, like at the old country buffet, we used to like to go there and she was like, I don't really like buffets. I don't think that they're healthy. We're just not going to go anymore. She told us that they found worms Good. inside all the mashed potatoes, which is my favorite food in the world. So I was Same. like, why would I want to go back to that? That's place? my meal. They have That's worms. a whole meal. And then it like, is. yeah. And it like <laughs> took me like probably until I was like 25 to realize like, oh, she just says worms for things that she doesn't want you to eat because worms are weird. Um, so my mom told us the that there were potatoes. needles in the um, ball pits. Oh, oh, oh we, that was a common one though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do and remember she, that actually. She was like, um, there are needles in there so you don't go in ball pits. So like, I just, my mom told me that there were like didn't go. dirty, just yeah, dirty diapers just full of Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard yeah, that yeah, one too. Yeah. Oh, my mom said, go have fun in the ball pit. <laughs> I feel like each one of these oh, was. You have well-adjusted parents. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know because at the same time, you just reminded me now that I like I had lost all of my McDonald's toys as mm-hmm. a kid, and I remember being like, "Where are they?" And I went to my dad and was like, "Dad, I was playing with this McDonald's toy. Where'd it go?" And he invented the concept of like a time hole in which all of it gets sent to <laughs> Sydney, Australia. So, I my dad also lied to me. <laughs> yeah. When in reality, he just threw it out and he didn't. It was like I don't. I yeah, keep stepping like, on these just transformers. Say it. Yeah. Just say it. That's how I feel. I would really like for you to ask your dad now to show you the time hole. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he said it came from an episode of Doctor Who, and I've tried to look. He, it's called the Loman Time Hole, and it sends everything to Sydney, Australia. And in so in Sydney, Australia, there's a big pit of things oh, that you've lost, like socks and things like that. Yeah. 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 So it's a good one. He will double down on it, and I, I guarantee that. I'll call him right now. It's 9 p.m. He's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a uh, question because, I mean, you, you, this toy, all of like most of these toys, I guess, were probably like somewhat real, representative of a real thing. But Small Fry was a real toy, I found out today because I had to look into it. Any guesses on how much a unboxed uh, Small Fry cost uh, or selling for on eBay these days? Whoa. $26. You got one? Um, I guess it's going to be pennies. So yeah, I'm going to guess 26 like cents. My, yeah, like, my, <laughs> um, my guess is going to be um, uh, $300. <laughs> uh, you actually, I think by the rules of the prices, right, you win because it was told to me today 250 to $300 is what yes. they're selling for. No, Courtney wins. Well, okay. Oh, yes. I apologize because it was 300 yeah. Um, Thank you, Jim. I'll remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Do they actually I'll, I'll, sell for that? Because like this is like the Beanie Babies thing, they're right? Listed for, yeah, whether yeah, they sell for listed that, for it, what do they really sell for? Because poker cards are the same, yeah. Yeah, there was um there were wow. there were um guys that sold T-shirts in the I work in uh I work in a factory, um and down by the river yeah (laughs) what i'm gonna say sounds what i'm gonna say sounds insane what i work in is an old factory that we've turned into artist studios and i'm the property manager for it cool artist studios and small businesses there's a small business that was there for 30 years and during the pandemic they just went bottom up because they sold the like shore t-shirt you know mm. what I'm talking about? Like the disgusting mm-hmm. short t-shirts. Oh, that, I have a um, picture of one. You know, and, yep, so. and, and like, um, they, like Blue Lives Matter, like that type of shit. They went in. Um, yeah, like, uh, like stuff about my wife being the most annoying, obnoxious bitch good, in the good, world, good. but she's yep, mine. Yep, yep. Wait, how can you even tell me about that? I would have liked, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I liked one. Um, so 
They... I want to see that out on brunch. I can, <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They left 600 boxes of yeah. t-shirts in our, in our factory being like, oh, we're leaving. Bye. And I was like, I can't in my right mind put this in the landfill. So we partnered with some charities. You very well could see these shirts in Kensington. They, they were like donating to like people oh, trying no. to like, uh, like people going through like addiction and homelessness. Um, and so they are just because they're like, they can wear them inside out. I'm like, it still matters what oh, they works. say. Anyway. No, it's real. These people left these boxes of shirts. And then they also had cases and cases of Beanie Babies. And they weren't. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's nice. really funny. That's nice. a shirt I found down the shore one time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, exactly. good. I remember those. Um, we cannot describe what it says for the podcast. No one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's for no one. That's for us. Such an incredible shirt. Oh, hold on, real quick. I mean, you're gonna want to see this. And we're back. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so they had just like cases of these bean babies that my boss. It's his dad owns the building, and my boss was like. Well, because we're not getting them to pay rent, do you think maybe we could like sell these beanie babies? Mm. And he starts looking them up and he's like, wow, they have like three Princess Dianas, like mm. all this stuff. They're listed at these like high prices. Then Frank comes in one day to like work from the office and he's like, Frank, come look at these with me. Look at all these things. Frank and him go and look through them and then go on eBay to see what they actually sell for. And we like added it up and we were like, all right. So like of their $30,000 tab, they could get $400 knocked right. off for these things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the ones you got to look out for are like the misprinted ones. Cause I think the most, the most expensive beanie baby is like $10,000 and it's a elephant who says that says it's a penguin or something like that. Right. Mm. Which like really shows where our, uh, our dum-dum society has gone that, uh, it is, well, I mean, actually that is a, a nice, beautiful thing. And it's the flaws that make us special, not the, Oh, uh, I, I, oh yeah. I, I like it because yeah. I do want to, I want to like a species non-conforming beanie baby. So yeah. I, I want, I'd pay good money for that. A species yeah. non-conforming beanie baby. That actually yeah. sounds very nice. Uh, hashtag species not conforming everyone that's the Instagram no uh, no not hashtag uh, at species not conforming on Instagram you can follow both my cats Harrison and Oliver um, th- yeah species species not conforming I did that for Harrison because he plays fetch um, I actually have a bottle cap in my pocket and for after this he's gonna lose his fucking mind um, <laughs> that's his favorite to play fetch with um, oh yeah no but I'm here for uh I'm I'm here for the Beanie Babies though because I still have like maybe thirty or forty back home that I'm just like I don't know I I gotta look into this now. It's like yeah, it's like when I remembered I had Michael Jordan's baseball card. I'm like, is that worth something? Should I go find probably, that? Yeah, <laughs> it probably is. Oh, that's definitely worth like twenty. Not in our, at least twenty six dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like or or three hundred. One of the two. <laughs> if you think about it, like for how much like you bought that baseball card, like for, yeah. this is where we get greedy. Like for how much you bought that baseball card for. Like probably like a quarter, yeah. like $26. What insane growth. This is my big <laughs> problem with antique road show. Like when, yeah. when they go on antique road show and like they're in the, they're like, yeah, this is like probably worth like 700, $800. And they get like visibly, visibly disappointed because they, everyone's <laughs> expecting to hear, Oh yeah. $50,000. Get a new house. Yeah, yeah. Because when you, when somebody brings you on antiques, antique road show, you're, you're either going one of two ways. I feel like you're either, this is worthless 
Um, and that's why they brought me onto the center stage or <laughs> just mock me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, 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 yes. it's either this is worthless or this is the most expensive piece in history. You literally have a lottery ticket. Yep. So to know that you're just middle of the road, you're like, what? I'm just filler. Yeah. I'm nothing. What am I? Yeah, you're gonna give like, me seven hundred dollars. All yeah. right, don't be like, upset. That's like takeout for like at least a couple months. You know, like that's a big deal. You don't have to make yeah. dinner. Hey, listen, I'm not poo pooing seven hundred dollars personally, oh, no. but <laughs> yeah. if I'm on TV, I yeah, think... I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna make a big deal of it. I'm on TV. No! <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get on television. Have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my Oscar-winning moment. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ocho this week, it's insane. They yeah. sold a spatula for twenty five dollars, but they had a, quite the big emotion about <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> like they like knocked over the entire ceramics table, and oh boy, <laughs> those ceramics were worth twenty five cents. <laughs> yeah, total. Oh, I think they, they brought a McDonald's small fry toy. And... <laughs> <laughs> they had a Princess the Bear, five hundred thousand dollars, sold it for a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think uh, D, uh, DJ Blue Jay goes for unboxed? Wait, is that one a real one? No, I buy DJ oh. Blue Jay. <laughs> uh, I, would I, would, spend, I would spend $300. <laughs> I would too. I love DJ Blue Jay so much. If DJ Blue Jay can do when I play with them what they do in the short where they go, then like $5,000. No, uh, I'll buy you one for a top six, spend $35. Wow. Either that or you just go in and you pay someone to wear a DJ Blue Jay outfit and do like a host, a, like be a DJ for one of your parties for your birthday or something like that. Like just commit to it. <laughs> You're like, hey, do you just, oh, I just really love Pixar shorts. <laughs> like that's the theme. <laughs> you make everybody have to watch Pixar shorts. <laughs> that actually is a really. Hey guys, real quick, before you come to this party, we're going to need you to catch up on some shorts. <laughs> reference and then that will really embarrass us. It's like, everyone, it's like please, everyone please watch Bow and if uh, whoever doesn't cry has to leave the, leave the party yeah <laughs> sure. oh. i went to a uh i went to a punk show one time where they played the original japanese uh ring on the wall like in silence and i was like this is probably the the most this is probably the closest i'm ever going to get to uh being knowing andy warhol mm. um, it was really cool <laughs> oh you thought it was cool i would have been like i'm it. going home Oh, I I scared. Yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised at how not scary that movie is uh, with no sound, no sound whatsoever, and also a very loud uh, punk band band playing over top of it. No sound whatsoever, and a girl crawling out of a TV like mm-hmm. in the scariest way possible or out of the well. Uh, I would be terrified. I have goosebumps right now. So yeah. yeah. Uh, God, I, I really am, wish I could crawl uh, through sorry. the screen right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me go wet my hair real quick and see if I can do that. I would really love to. Oh, please don't. No, 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 I won't. I won't come through your screen. I promise. I won't do that. Yeah. Can I please, don't, please don't come out of our, oh, out of our screen. No, oh, that would totally be the superpower I'd want, though. Like any TV over the world I'm able to come out of. Oh, so, so fun. But eventually, if people wanted to get rid of me, that sucks. I would just be trapped in TV land. Just mm. a logistics question. Um, if you're coming out of their computer, what happens through my screen? Like, do you just disappear for me or do you also come out of my screen? You, okay, so see how yeah. my finger's coming out? Yeah. Yeah. This is the back of Kai's head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, that's they good. Turn yeah, yeah. Around. It's 
And I like the idea of you that. seeing it from my perspective, actually, <laughs> or like a, a John Malkovich situation where yes, you're inside yes. my head. Yes. Oh, I like to imagine it's like when you put the camera. <laughs> it's like when you put the camera a little too close to Mario and Mario 64, yeah. and then yeah. like you see like the invisibility and throw him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm picturing. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, cool. Just so we're all clear. Okay, this is what you look like. <laughs> Just for the podcast listeners, figure it out. Um, which way are we going here? Are we going Hawaiian vacation or are we going party source Rex? I feel like we should talk about Hawaiian vacation last because okay. that's like literally one of my favorites. Cool. And right. I just think it's the sweetest thing in the world and so great. Um, so I'm happy to talk party source Rex. I mean, I, I am. This one. is literally my favorite just because Wallace Shawn is fantastic and this is this is his big win he won yeah. he got a yes. he got a win very um, clear very clear clear wallace sean like doesn't have a lot going on because he shows up for a lot of because it's clear that they're like hey hey tom hanks could you call us up and pretend to be woody for like a half hour and he'd be like yeah sure but wallace sean's like i'm in i'm i can do this i'd love doing a uh, rex well you know sometimes um jim hanks does the voice for Woody. He does the I voice for, for games. And so it, did you watch Lamp Life? Yes, I did. I did. I did that is him. Jim Hanks. Okay. It, it you sounds can a little feel it. different. Yeah. It's it's not nearly as well acted. Yeah. Jim, Jim Hanks does some of the running for uh, Forrest Gump, too. That's really? I did. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw that picture recently of uh, of him running away. If if one of your family members became generationally wealthy mm-hmm. so that no one in the family would have to worry about it anymore. Cool. But the exchange is you sometimes have to be them with no reward and no uh, respect. Um, <laughs> and you have to do all the dirty jobs that they don't want to do. You still get paid. Mm. No. Uh, Tom Hanks gets paid for all this. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm more disappointed that Tom's name is not Tim, so it's Tim and Jim. Tim and Jim? But yeah. Tim Allen's name is Tim. So you want Tim Hanks and Tom Allen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I would like, honestly, Tim I would Tom. like Tim Allen if his name was Tom Allen. I would yeah. like him more. I, I know. Would, it's more likable, I think, as Tom I Allen. <laughs> yeah. Tom Allen seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Tim Allen needs Tim to Allen, calm down. He's a very noisy neighbor. Yeah. Tim Allen. He, uh, one question, Tim, Allen bar- Tim Allen parties. And Tim I, Allen yeah. stitches on uh, Coquiller so he can get out of jail. <laughs> yeah. um, did you see the trailer for Lightyear? And I have. What yes. are your emotions around it? I am going to give it a chance. I've just okay. I've had to give up and down with this. I'm going to give it a chance in terms of just like, you know how I, it's the same way that I watched the Mighty Ducks TV show. It's not going to sure. be good, but it could be content that's like good background stuff. The Mighty Ducks TV game. came out when we were younger and oh, able uh, to like enjoy there's there i'm talking one? about the new yeah, show the other one disney plus yeah, yeah. yeah the new one. Oh, it's got laura like gilmore yeah yeah really so, yeah mm-hmm. she's the she's the a mom who takes over a, uh a, the not the ducks the ducks have turned into like a team that's like mean now um this, mm. this is a misfit team that's like the leftovers it's a very little giant situation if you know what i'm talking about yes yeah. mm-hmm. I, thank okay. you it's so good to be in good company people who know <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so has Emilio, has Emilio Estevez also become mean? Like, has he he's, become... he's in it, but he's now hardened, and he doesn't really want to do it. Like, be involved in hockey anymore. Yeah. He's no like he owns an ice skating rink, and he's like oh, trying to be mysterious and grumpy. You know, like, like it's... Martin Sheen in like Apocalypse Now. Yeah. 
Mm. So it's, mm. you know, it exists, you know, and that's, I'm fine with stuff like that being like that. Uh, I know they got Chris Evans. So, I mean, I'm sure you got a fat paycheck. I don't know if they're going to get a good return on it. <laughs> it uh, I just don't want. understand what the, I don't understand what the rules are. Are we saying that, are we saying that Buzz Lightyear is a real person in this universe that they built toys around? Because that's insane. Because I guess. Why, why then does, do they live in uh, suburbia with minivans if they also live in a world where um, people have uh, hyperspace ships? Like all of that is yeah. actually real. And From, also, why change the look of him? Why yeah, I don't like that. Change? Because yeah, animation if we're weird. talking about the TV show too, that the Buzz Lightyear is based off of, I mean, he looked the same in the TV show. So why are we changing the look of him? It really bothers me. I no, do I not you. like it. The only way I'm going to be happy is uh, at the yeah, end. Yeah, and I'm in total agreement. With the end this. of the movie, like, so like he's like escaping from Zerg and he uh, falls through some sort of uh, Lerman time hole uh, <laughs> and uh, blacks out and then opens his eyes and he's on Andy's bed. Uh, and Ooh. this is all just like this is all just like the pre-implanted memories right. that Buzz Lightyear oh. dolls have. That's oh, I like the idea of the prequels just a memory. That's that's yeah. what a, the prequel is simply that. Yeah, yeah. From oh yeah, from my understanding yeah. though, it is going to be presented as like a movie within a movie. Where like Rex is gonna be like, come on guys, the movie's gonna start, and then uh, they all like sense. gather together, and then it goes through the screen, and then now it's Chris Evans. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I mean, I know I wasted time in playing Grand Theft Auto where I went and watched the movie in that game. But like, I don't want to I don't want to keep going in like a layer within a layer. You know, I just I've gone. I've, I've gone. In, I've gone and sat in the comedy club and watched the, the comedy club. Set. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into I've, clubs and just watch people do this for half an hour. You know, so it's whatever. I saw you two tell stories where the stories became stories within the stories and it came back all around and everything was just a story within each, each other's story. The first time I ever saw Bad Stevens, you guys did that. Mm. <laughs> it was insane to watch. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever watched in my entire oh my life. <laughs> hey, those of you who are not well versed in the Philadelphia improv scene, just for context, Bad Stevens is an improv group. Uh, you'll know some of the members. They're actually past guests of ours, Caitlin Corkery from the Toy Story episode, as well as Rob O'Neill from the Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and the Scream Queen episode. Uh, definitely go back and check those out. As well as we told you about Bat Stevens probably the first time Frank was on on the Lord of the Rings episode, the Desolation of Smog. So, yeah, if you ever get the chance, folks, see Bat Stevens live, do it. Seriously, do it. All right, let's get back to the show. <sighs> It was insane to watch, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever watched in my entire I'm life. Like, I'm like, this sounds like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but when I, I get it. When I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, entertainment. <laughs> um, I do like that uh, each – well, not, I guess not, not as much qualifier, but like uh, – uh, Toy Story of Terror like focuses on on Jesse a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, land that toys forgot or what what does that call yeah land the, the time, time toys uh, Toy Story I, had, that, Toy I Story did watch time it forgot yeah time we forgot but I like that Bonnie's the main character like I I like the thing I like about Party Source Rex is like focusing in on like it really is it's it Rex. is he gets a win Rex, yeah first one it's great and everybody makes fun of Rex all the time party pooper yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. But it's like that sensation of like starting over in a new school or going to like summer camp. Like nobody knows you. Jim, you've described this before, I think, on the podcast where um, I mean, do you know what I'm going to say? No, I have no idea. I'm sure it's going to be very embarrassing for me, though. I mean, not really. Um, It's just that, you know, the way you were particularly uh, your interactions with students in school was very different from when you were like, I I think at like a different event where you were just like snapping jokes and being kind of just like, cool guy, Jim, pow, pow, pow. And like one of the somebody came up to you that knew you from school and was like, why are you like this all the time? Why don't you? Oh, oh, that's when I went to Florida with a bunch of cheerleaders. And one of the cheerleaders was a girl that bullied me in school. But the rest of the cheerleaders I hadn't known, but they all liked me. Yeah, I yeah, I know what you're saying. And bully cheerleaders just like, why aren't you this way all the time? Right. Yeah. And that girl said that. Yeah. It's like you're a jerk. Why would I want to give you any positive uh part of my That was actually pretty close to my answer. To her. <laughs> yeah. like, I, my uh, answer why was do you deserve for me to uh be nice to you when yeah. you're just an idiot. Yeah, my answer was because you don't like me. And that was and you can see her yeah. be like, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't want to do a show for assholes. So yeah. I mean, when yeah. I'm mean to them, yeah. oh, there are consequences for my actions. Yeah, <laughs> How did I get here? Why did I bring that up, Jim? Help me out. I don't know. You just wanted to bring up a because really scarred. Like, oh, yeah. Party stars, like Rex has, Rex. A, Rex has a chance to, so, to recreate his. And he's cool. Honestly, I honestly, the thing is, is like, as I've grown up, I've realized that Rex is cool. You know, like I grew up making fun of Rex or like kids like Rex um, who were just really geeking out and loving stuff and celebrating being alive and just like, yeah, Rex is great. I get his anxiety. Most of those people are my friends. I was going to say, as an anxious person, I don't enjoy Rex. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My partner uh, says they they get Rex, that they are Rex. Yeah. Like, oh. it's a little, it's a little <laughs> on the nose for myself. Yeah, but I like that he's living this life of like, yeah, and uh, and we're gonna do more bubbles. He's like, uh, like he's like, kind of like going into things and partying, and then it starts to get to be too much, and he's Body like, I, got, I gotta, I gotta turn it off. And it's oh yeah, like, the shaky hands, yeah, yeah, I gotta turn it off. And the it overwhelms, like the the knob comes off of the water, so it just like starts flooding out. And he's like, ah, I have to stop. And they still think he's so cool. And he's like, I gotta pull the the drain up. That'll stop it. And then it's like a shower, and they're like, whoa. And he's just like, the pause, How do I stop the pause it? before like, the this shower. Is, this is oh. me. This is my life in general. Like, like the pause before the shower is so good. The whole it is like the rave scene in the Matrix. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you just enough time. Like for me, my brain was just like, oh, good, they solved it. I was like, oh wait, I forgot how like showers work. Showers yeah. work. <laughs> oh, exactly. just funny because I I was thinking of as like as an adult, I was like, that's not gonna stop it. That's just gonna turn on the shower. Yeah, no, not me. Oh, no, not my <laughs> brain either. I'm just yep. like, oh, thank God it's over. The, <laughs> the face that the wall. Oh, my! One of my favorite things about this is the face the wall DJ makes when he closes. He's like, yes, and like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, oh, go. Uh, I was just gonna say, also, that party looked awesome. It looked like so much fun. Yeah. Well, let's all keep in mind, and this is something that bothers me. Um, that party looked awesome. I love baths. I love bubble baths. That was ice cold water, everyone. Mm, that was yeah. ice cold water. Oh yeah, and these, and these the right toys handle. can feel, as far as we understand it. So yeah. yeah, why? How fun could that party be? Oh, so fun. 
but it looked fun. I was like, I just got to keep reminding myself. And this is where I'm at. I'm like, I just got to keep reminding myself. It's probably just fine. It's like warm water. I don't know. Like, why does it matter that it's ice cold? And I'm like, well, it, it does matter because there's toys suffering at the base. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I think the temperature would be a lot more enjoyable for the non-floating toys if uh, it wasn't freezing fucking cold. So I know. I yeah. just, like, I just get so upset every time I see that. And I'm just like, why don't they turn that? The hot water on, but uh, it doesn't. I mean, matter. he's a dumb dinosaur. It's not his fault. Like it doesn't matter. That's his job just, yeah, <laughs> in the in the series. Yeah. <laughs> he has and a toy who's complaining about the temperature. Yeah. My brain is complaining. About <laughs> I do like that. Get on the hot knob. <laughs> <laughs> the outside toys have thrown out the rules of uh we have to like keep like it's in the middle of the day and they're like yo party sorry <laughs> has to be neighbors that are driving by just seeing these sentient toys yeah. go climbing up to the window <laughs> yeah man that's how it ends every time i'm always like oh um can i give some of the best quotes during that uh because yes. i know you'll yeah, celebrate yeah. them um uh what is it sunsqueak uh hold on sunsqueak to me what was that Oh, squeak to me. Yeah, because they were concerned. Yeah, like they're like, instead of speak to me, that was dumb. Yeah. So, squeak to me, <laughs> dumb. Um, and then another one was, um, I just want I just want to have tea with you. Um, that was one that got me in this movie. Uh, what, <laughs> let's see, that was such a dumb one. Um, what up, fishes? Uh, oh, yeah. Was Whoa. a good one. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yeah, because we all know that guy. And... <laughs> <laughs> I think that is how I am with bath toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. What up, fishes? Sir, this party is out of control. Out, out of control. control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's an all-around hoot. This actually, in like, I like this more than Toy Story three, which is uh, how yeah. I how I feel about it. I think it's yeah. better than Toy Story three. Yeah. Um. Kyle, you wrote down a lot more notes than I did because I want—I'll read out all of the notes that I wrote down during Party Source Rex. Because at this point, I was just like, I feel like I got the gist of these. Uh, I wrote down, "What's an overflow drain?" And then, "I love bath toys." That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's all the thoughts I had during this. You don't know what an overflow drain is? No, didn't have one in my house. Oh, oh yeah, you need my that. God, listen to this. No, this is like not an important story, but I'll tell it to you anyway. <laughs> we got a lot of time to kill on this podcast. Well, hold on. Courtney, I don't know if you know this. I didn't tell you this. I'm going to misquote you at some point, and that's what I'm going to use for the episode. So thank you. <laughs> tell this story. Oh, hold on a second. I need another commercial spot. And we're back. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, if you, you know what an overflow drain is if you're a pregnant woman just trying to take a bath and, uh, like, have nice. water cover your belly. And yeah. it's never gonna happen yeah. because the water is always just gonna go into the overflow drain. And you're always just gonna have this thing seeping over your, <laughs> over the water. And you're like, what's the point of this? I'm so cold. I hate this thing. <laughs> Get me out of here. I have to just splash the water sadly on top yeah, of me. <laughs> I'm like, even the bubbles don't like cover my belly. I'm like, ah, oh, this is so stupid. No, thank you for this. You just helped me. Okay, I'm going to have to make this happen in two weeks, uh, but I'm going to invent a thing that is a bubble you put over your belly and then it sucks the hot water up. Yes. Over. Oh. And it's like a, it's a hot bubble that you get to okay. put over your, your pregnant belly. I'm going <laughs> to promote that at the end. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on Shark Tank, everybody. Yeah, 
doing it. I'm so excited. That was the big day for me. What they did in the movie and just cover up the overflow drain. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. Or the uh, when I was a kid, our drain didn't work. Uh, it didn't like stop because uh, we probably couldn't afford to fix it. So we just took those things that you open jars with and just stuck it on the drain. And we we're like, there we go. That's how you solve that problem. That's what we do. We don't understand. Um, so we've been in this house for six months now. We bought a house and we don't understand how they ever had baths before because there is no like lever or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like the thing, just like the silver thing that like is the overflow drain. Talking about that, the drain? Mm. No, but like, you know how usually like there's something that you can like, yeah. there's like a lever or something yeah, that yeah. you're like, ah, the drain stopped, undrain it. Yeah, we had a lever, but the lever didn't work. Yeah, we don't even have anything like that. It's just open. So we also have the the pickle jar opener. Yeah, Yeah, I got one of those rubber stopper things. They sell them on uh, Amazon now for like, they probably are like way more expensive than they should be. I think it's like six bucks or something. That's why I use baloney. I just get Oscar Mayer. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know when the the bath is done, when the baloney has, when the baloney has (laughs) dissolved. <laughs> oh, I'm not pretty, but Tony says no more. So I got... <laughs> now I'm clean, and I get a little snack at the end. <laughs> oh, I need a team name. Actually, we're my 401 class graduates next week. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh no, hold on. What baloney? Baloney. Bathtub baloney. Yeah, I think that's not yeah, bad. Bathtub baloney or. Uh... It's better than pr- Pringle juice, which almost is like one that everyone's pushing for. Pringle, Pringle juice. Those it. names are stupid anyway. Although I will say, I think for 101 and 201, all four teams that went up were quotes that I said either during class or like right before. Yeah. And then in 301, I think was the first time someone else got chosen. And I was so jealous. <laughs> I was like, no, I get to choose that. <laughs> I also can come up with the idea of a team called Don't Get Better, um, mm. which is just like that's the p- point of the whole thing is it literally does not resolve. It's a show where every scene is just driving into the ground until it's really the worst. Um, yeah. that's, that's literally it. improv. Yeah. Like, isn't that what improv is kind of supposed to be? Yeah. Especially, yeah, but it's like I just don't. I want. I don't like stories that end with like a end. Everyone lived happy ever. I want it to be as tragically terrible as possible. And just yeah, you have don't need that. You stuff. don't need to tie things up in a nice little ribbon. Like yeah. sometimes it's nice just to have like, like yeah, it just is bad, and you're just like God. I can really picture this going on forever of like how how stupid or like or just this pattern going on forever and ever. For some context. Uh... Courtney's uh, favorite movies are Mommy Dearest and uh, John Waters' Female Trouble. So, uh, <laughs> so movies and uh, I, Tanya, which also ends. What's that supposed to mean? You like, you like things ending in, in hot messes of tragedy. Yeah, yeah I, I do. That. Yeah, because yeah. it's more relatable and it's real. Um, I want to be impacted. I, w- I want to go have to spend 20 minutes to myself after a movie, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. When, when I watch Florida Project... I <laughs> no, give a review. I'm, we're gonna watch it right after this. Yeah. I sobbed into Frank's chest for in a way I've never heard and someone I'm sob you, before. That movie ends. It mm-hmm. just ends. It yeah. shuts out. It shuts off. And I sobbed into his chest for 15, 20 minutes solid, yeah. like heaving sobs of like 
I can't believe this ended like that. I have yet to watch it ever again, and I'm dying to watch it again, but I'm so afraid of, uh, like, my reaction to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're gonna they're gonna come back. Yeah, which like because it's like this like oh the ending has like a critique like it's like basically like look at how uh, Disney has put a stranglehold on the economy of Orlando and uh, we've but all that, we've all just is, let it happen. The ending is a real thing that happens on camera. Like it's not. Oh yeah, it's an undercover GoPro. Yeah, Fan it's not her. acting. Which uh, not not to sidestep. I think that one of the downsides of like. The first two Toy Stories are so good. One of the downsides of Toy Story 3 and then mm-hmm. Toy Story 4 is that it does have this air of just like the the soulless corporate Disney just like really sucking this IP for all it's worth. Yep, absolutely. Toy, yeah, Toy Story 3 has the entire movie feels like we're just doing a cash grab because yeah. of this is Toy Story. And then at the very end, it's like Pixar got like a hand on, hand on it and was like, no, we got to write the ending. And then it was like, oh, right. this is great. Right. Um, and toy, and I have I have major issues with Toy Story 4 because I, yeah. I think Toy Story 4 invalidates the the messaging of uh, of all the other. And it's fine. And it, it, yes, it, it's, it's whatever. But I've, what I, that's what I kind of like about these tunes is it feels like Pixar kind of it feels like they yeah. kind of like snuck them like snuck them past the boss. It feels like yeah. they like snuck. Especially on. with like small fry. Like, yep. And and if we're if we're like moving on to Hawaiian vacation, there's yeah. so much heart in that one. It's so sweet. Oh yeah. And like the way in which they take care of each other, like I just adore that one so oh. much. One of the things like... I wrote down was I can't wait to go to Hawaii with Joan Cusack because like the, <laughs> the the way that she welcomed it was just like so. Since I was like I'm on vacation. This is great. I'm so excited to be here with and you. they all care about this moment that Ken was trying to create yeah. with Barbie. Yeah. And Barbie was, like, trying to share with her friends, like, oh, he's just really disappointed. It's like, yeah, you can easily make fun of this guy. You can easily, like, just, like, be like, oh, you idiot. Of course you weren't going. Like, you really thought this was going to happen? But no, they, like, they gave it weight. They were, like this was an important thing to our friend and we want to make sure that they get their moment and like them all, I mean them all like watching them from the window when they walk outside to the snow. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, it's such a sweet cartoon that has so many like little um, jokes and gifts within it that just Mm -hmm. make it feel like every time I watch it, it just like, it, it I I feel so good about it. I love that one. Click click. Oh yeah, the 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 memory making like click, mm-hmm. and taking pictures yeah. and going click click with his fake camera is like the best. No, it, it it filled my heart. It reminds me of like the kitty. Like it's a yes, it's up to par. Exactly. It's kind of just like yeah, the callback that was an innocent, really stupid thing, and it makes me, yeah good. It yeah. feels like uh, it feels like they gave like it's like a junior animator came on. They were just like. Uh, we we got some shorts we got to do. Uh, I don't know. Give it to the junior animator, and they just were like, "I'm going to pour my entire heart and soul into this mm-hmm. because they're not really paying attention." It feels more like Pixar, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's what we're used to with um, having a story, having like a moral and heart, and um, it it just is really nice to see. And the shorts really do get to do that. Like, uh, uh, Jimmy said, that reminds me of, have either of you seen the one where it's the little Indian kid that doesn't get like, yes. um, 
that doesn't get Hinduism and like he is obsessed with superheroes and like slowly like like through like a, a dream sequence like connects with uh, their father because uh, they're like uh, oh actually like um, these uh, gods of Hinduism are like the superheroes of the Indian culture and it's like becomes this connecting point and it's great mm. and and it's like uh, and the director um, and writer and writer was uh, an Indian animator who like dedicated to his, his father and it was like great it's like great mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's happened with uh, Turning Red that was yeah. directed by the woman who made uh, the Bao Buns the Bao one. yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, and those ones are. That one is. It's kind of it's funny. That one's heartbreaking. I know. <laughs> it's oh funny because um, Courtney the other day was asking like, who is this generation's like Steven Spielberg? Like, who's the next um person that's going to be Steven Spielberg? I'm like, well, I know it's the, the it doesn't really work that way anymore. Like the studio system doesn't work that way where they're not they're not giving like 25 year old kids who were directing tv anymore like you really have to like and even like the way that like even as like more diversity is coming through like those people really are have to go through and like make like you have to do like be like chloe's out like you have to make an academy award-winning movie and then you'll be given yeah um, i uh the guy who did um uh black panther uh ryan ryan coogler well yeah he made creed but that mm. was um what frank was saying he's like i guess maybe it would be ryan coogler like he seems like the one that would be making the most blockbusters, but like I don't know. There's just makes not... different because Steven Spielberg makes different genres with everything. We were just talking about West Side Story, how much we loved it. Yeah, he's got range. Yeah. Yeah. And but like the thing with like, Wow, that guy's kinda good. He might be on to something. <laughs> the thing with um with Scorsese and uh you know, the Palma and Lucas and, and Spielberg is that they like um, had like apprentices, like essentially with like Francis Ford Coppola and Roger Corman, where like they got to like learn the tricks of the trade and see sort of it was like hanging around like John Ford movies and stuff. So it's a, that's a long way of saying that like I, I love the idea of like these Pixar shorts, like being like the training ground of like these next like animators that like it, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's their grad school. Like they get to like they get to really flex and do whatever they want creatively and then they get handed the keys to the to turning red. Um we all really hoped that YouTube would do that like for years, especially when YouTube came out, uh, everyone was like, Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be like all, all these backyard filmmakers are going to come out. But then unfortunately a lot of YouTube videos have like the same feeling to them. And yeah. then when they map that onto a like feature length movie, it never works out because no, right. they all made, just made these shorts that only make sense on YouTube. Right. Right. Yeah. What was any or even like the what was the the action movie that was like filmed with the GoPro? Um, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, are you talking about the the murder one? It's like Harvey. It's. Uh, they talking about the Uber driver guy, the guy from uh, Stranger Things, that guy being a murderer. Or am I thinking about something different? That's no, not a GoPro think... movie. That's just like a weird like movie about being on like social media and killing people. Oh, oh, Hardcore Henry. That's it. Hardcore Henry. Yes. Yes. That's, but I don't, I'm very curious about the stranger things. Uh, I got to look into that, but that's a movie that exists now. Yeah. We made that movie. Netflix is giving people money, which is cool where they're just like, we've got infinite amount of money. Let's give that, let's make TV shows. Let's just go, go make a thing. Hulu's doing the same thing because they made that Pam and Tommy show. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that, that director made I, Tanya, which is yeah. literally one of my favorite movies. Oh, 
I, I love I, Tiny. I think Greg <laughs> and I were just talking about this the other night. I love that movie. Yeah. I, when I was pregnant with Louie, I would either fall asleep every night to um, Peter Pan or I, Tanya. Which Peter Pan? The, like, the animated? Yeah, the one that, um, uh, <laughs> if I'm on my son's real profile, he's not allowed to view it because it has I was going to say, the racist one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It has very racist. I mean, the, the, Mary, oh. the Mary Martin Broadway one isn't, isn't, isn't much better. <laughs> well, yes. They have yet to cut out uh, what, what makes the red man red, and it's not necessary at all, and they just... I'm keeping it for artistic reasons. I kind of is... wish that uh, Disney did like a, like, here's the censored version, then here's the uncensored version. And it's like, uh, here's the version where you we took out that one scene and you can show it to your kids and guess, feel good yeah. about it. And then here's the other one just for posterity and, and have the warning at the beginning that's like, not for kids. Well, there, mm. were, there was like, uh, so I was a nanny for a while and the family that I nannied for um, had some books that the parents read when they were growing up. And so <laughs> whenever you would read a chapter of the book, like for bedtime or something, um, you know, you would come across some things. And uh, when I would read, I wouldn't be, pay- I wouldn't be paying attention. And I'd say the thing and the kids would correct me and say, actually, our mom doesn't like that word. It's mm. that it, this is how we refer to it in this book. And so it's like a conversation that they had that's like really sweet that they're raising awareness around yeah. their kids. I was like, yeah, that's the type of parent I want to be like, mm-hmm. this does exist. This is a thing that existed in the past. Yep. We don't talk like that anymore. We right. don't treat people like that. And it wasn't even right at the time, you know, like, like it just has that conversation. I remember one time my great grandmother was singing the old version of Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, which uh, contains the N word in it. Uh, Ooh, and she said that like she said that to me when I was like a six year old kid. And then uh, like, I didn't know there was a version like that. Yes, <laughs> it's the old it's an old timey version. Then she left the room and my dad was like, OK, I need to explain something that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> you just experienced something. Look like, at me, Jim. Like, Look at me. Like, <laughs> we only have two minutes before she goes back in the room. I'd never bring it up to anyone ever again either. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's wild. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. That sometimes, sometimes you just need to experience the world and, and be like, "Hey, listen, kid. So that's a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> try not to emulate that bad thing." Well, I think it's yeah. good. or even just like. I think bringing awareness to the fact that like um, it's less focused about being wrong or being right and more about us just kind of being like, hey, collectively, we've kind of decided this is like hurtful and like not good. So we're just going to do it a little bit less. You can still do it because I can't technically tell you what to do. But if you do, we're probably going to comment it being kind of not cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, that's exactly it. Like it was just really it's I I remember that moment um, just as like a. learning moment for me as a nanny like as the adult in the situation to have the kids have like soaked in the knowledge gotten the message and then relayed it to me in a way that was thoughtful and kind Mm. and like it wasn't um embarrassing to me it was just oh no actually our mom says like like you know they just relayed it in a way that was just like Oh yes, I love this. I love that you think like this. I love that your parents are raising you this way. I'm taking this into my consideration <laughs> for myself for the future now. Awesome. Um, and it's like great. That's wonderful. 
I don't know how we tie this all back into like Toy Story and stuff, but like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, that's exactly. This is the kind of content I love. Actually, we don't follow. Yeah, we just fuck Toy Story. I'm just gonna put that out there. No, I, wow. I want to be a record with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna like pull back. I'm gonna pull back. I'm gonna, <laughs> Toy Story aside, I'm enjoying this conversation. I don't need Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't need you, Toy Story. You're a luxury. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can stop. I can stop story in these toys anytime i want to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no i i'm very appreciative um of the fact that uh i haven't gotten too much pushback for the few times that i've told my nephew that hey sometimes your parents are wrong um yeah. uh because <laughs> they, they, he will relay some facts to me that i disagree with and i'm gonna just like trying real young to just be that one relative who's like hey, sometimes it's good to keep questioning you know just keep asking maybe poke that bear a little bit more because <laughs> Um, or no poke the bear. What's a good expression for like, you know, just keep maybe being a voice in the background that's being a little bit curious. Yeah. And Uh, I feel, I, I love that too, because I feel the same way with like our niece and nephews, like, you know, they're being raised a little bit more in a bubble. Not that my siblings are like, they're not like bad people or anything. They just raised them more of a bubble. I know. I'm like, (laughs) they're just raised in more of a bubble. And we're like, we have exposed ourselves and Louie to more things being in the city. Mm-hmm. And so I feel the same way when I hear, um, you know, we're having a little girl and Louie's obsessed with like tutus and dresses and mm-hmm. that's fine. And normal. he's two. What do yeah. I care? And, and yeah, even if he life. was 20 and chose to dress like that, like, great. Like, what do I care? And, uh, when my, when our niece will say, well, that's for girls. And it's like, no, it's for everyone. Like, like just little things like that, where it's just like, yeah, no, it's okay to like push back on things. It's okay to like not have things that not in the same vein of what you think. I was always very grateful that my, uh, cause I also, when I was a kid, I, I, cause I had an older sister and she didn't like, she didn't like dresses that much. He was a very like, as uh, as they say, a tomboy uh, type of kid. Uh, loved to love playing sports and all that. And I uh, I liked. She had dresses, and I would like. And I was like, oh, I want to wear those, and I would wear right. them all the time. And my and my mom, yeah. uh, thank both my parents, were thankfully just like, yeah, put on the dress, see how it feels on you, like see what oh. see what you feel doing that. Instead of a tomboy, you were a Tim girl. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite of Tom. I was a Tim, Tim Hanks girl. Yeah. yeah, Tim yeah Hanks I, got you, I, I saw where you went with it. Uh, I just wanted to lay it out there. Was yeah. Was your sister walking around? And I was going. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was. <laughs> yeah. So was mine actually. Yeah. We went through a lot of home improvement as a kid, so it's possible oh. that she did that. Yeah. So did we. You have to. It's it's like a. It was one of those things that it demanded your attention for some reason on television. Um. Yeah, it was a lot. I had something for everyone. Like, if you're a Wilson person, if you're a rich JTT person, yeah, J- I mean, it is. <laughs> if you want to say JTT got cancer, JTT <laughs> You just say JTT got cancer in the show? Yeah, yeah, that was an episode. Oh yeah, he did. He did. He did. Oh mm-hmm. yes, I the do. The character did. Yes. Yeah, I not not the actual uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but he got real scared. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And, and, you know, Tim DeTolman Taylor had to go ask Wilson, uh, how as a human being do I handle, handle this? <laughs> With, looking back, Wilson and almost never had good advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just eyes and a forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Did they I was like be, in the do... cast pictures. They always had him with like he'd hold up. He holds the fans. The fence, fence mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What a dumb joke. <laughs> no, but it's a good one. I yeah, honestly oh, I'm glad that they followed through on it. You, I you only it. get so many. Things but as a kid, as a kid, life. that made so much sense to me. And as like, I can't imagine adults being like, "Wait, they're they're really they're sticking with this." Like, yeah. But as a kid, I was like, "Well, this is that's what Wilson doesn't have a face, so that makes sense." It's, well, I mean, we got it. I don't know about you, but I watched Doug, and I love the fact that I never got to see the principal. Like, there's just yes. certain things where you're just yeah. like, "Thank you for not giving that to me. That was a good choice." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever saw Norm's uh, wife in Cheers? Vera, yeah, yeah. It's or it. uh, or uh, Niall's wife in Fraser. Yeah, it's a very common joke of that time period, uh, and uh, uh, funny that they stuck to it. You never see George uh, George Steinbrenner in Seinfeld. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. I was just assuming because if they showed him, they'd have to be like <laughs> George Steinbrenner would be like, "That's not what I look like." <laughs> <laughs> He's a real person. I do not know. Yeah, the owner yeah, yeah. of the Yankees. I guess he really worked for the Yankees. No, he didn't really work for the Yankees, but like the show, the Yankees are a team that exists. I just didn't know it was a real person. I don't know. Oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. What do, I, what do I know about sports? I, Keith I will Hernandez be honest, is also a real person. I, I was like 22 when I found out that George Steinbrenner was a real person. And that was because I rewatched Seinfeld at that time. And then looked into things. <laughs> Seinfeld's real question mark? <laughs> <laughs> With like the string on the wall. Like, <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> What's the deal with string? Am I right? Sorry, I can't do it. Um, I can't do Jerry right. Sometimes I can Come do Jerry. Come out of my I cage. Right yeah. Um, why, why is Jerry singing? <laughs> singing Miss, Mr. Brightside. So there's a recent TikTok that was this. There's a thing on TikTok right now of this guy doing songs that sound like other people. And then he plays a song and then puts a picture of the person. And then he plays Mr. Brightside. And it sounds exactly like Jerry Seinfeld. It's going to blow my brain. I'm <laughs> out of my cage and I'm feeling just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be. That's such a stupid like idea that is just like, yeah, why oh, didn't I, right. I I'm so mad. Oh, so yeah. Jolly. yeah, exactly. One of them is uh Mr. Blue Sky and it's uh Mr. Burton singing it. Good. Uh, good, good, good. Yeah, like <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's very stupid. <laughs> no, but I mean we got a whole new tool for nonsense. Uh TikTok is is a whole new vessel for uh entertainment at this point oh. it is something it, i'm tr- yeah, i haven't figured out so much of the same content well it's, it, it, the more it can take on the ident like the more it can carry on the torch of vine uh yeah bless it like yeah, yeah i i loved vine i that can't stop doing the head. i'm just a baby like i can't do that stop doing that one because yeah. i do it with my cat ollie like he's particularly i mean i think after the surgery that he my cat had a or yay PU surgery. It's fine. We put him through uh, four months of having to like wear a cone and like be in a room mm. by himself. It's terrible. So like in that time, I'm just looking at him. I'm just like my poor sweet baby angel. And I can't look at him and like he's gonna be three. He will always be like six months old in my yeah mind. yeah yeah. Um, now my oldest nine. I'm like oh, you're an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I when I look at Ollie, I will forever be like I'm just a baby. But like but Ollie, you're nine. I'm just a baby. Like it is just very. <laughs> That in company, like, just it so pulls into who he is. Oh, yeah, he gets whatever he wants in this house at this point. So when he needs treats, mm. you just give him treats. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, sometimes they can't pee. Male cats, folks, be careful. They definitely can have problems. Keep tabs on them, folks. Make sure you keep tabs on your litter boxes. Um, and spay and neuter your pets. Um, <laughs> throw that on there as well. Oh, thanks, Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. Um, I think do want to the- make. I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to do a dumb bit where, like, think about a time like in like the 1970s where people just had their unspayed and unneutered pets just <laughs> running rampant. And I imagine it was just like Italy. Like cat dog. They just have like. <laughs> just like, yeah, like cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> How does cat dog go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, we've talked about that on the podcast recently. It was what it was on the Toy Story three episode. <laughs> yeah, Jim, yeah. You, you remember the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was an there was an episode where they. Uh, they don't show how they go to the bathroom, but they acknowledge it in the show because a bunch of people, they go to a public bathroom and then a bunch of people come out of the public bathroom and go, huh, so that's how they do it. <laughs> Jim has the theory that it's the pouch. Just, it makes logical yeah, sense I think that it's it would the, just be the I pouch. think it's the spot and they unzip it because they do unzip it a lot and like put yeah. things in the pouch, in, yeah. yeah. in their spot. So I think that that's where their genitals are. Yep, that's wow. where they have sex I as well. I was just yeah. thinking that they just had a hole there. I, th- I thought that they just take take turns peeing out their mouths yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, thank you for saying it yeah no it's fine but the the other side of that is one time cat went into dog's mouth to figure out what was wrong and then he came out his own mouth oh my lord yeah it's getting more centipede than i want it to be (laughs) (laughs) cat dog was a weird show yeah that was such a weird show like they don't they live with a mouse with a new york accent that was a weird show (laughs) That's the weird part. But that got yeah. pitched and, green, and greenlit. Like, yeah. Like, hey, so I just like, be like, yeah, sure. Well, they hadn't quite, they didn't have SpongeBob yet. That was still a year away. So they yeah. didn't have a hit at that, at during that period. So they were throwing Cat Dog and Angry Beavers. Oh, yeah. yes. Jim, do you want to do a spinoff like Cat Dog podcast? Yeah, sure. I'll watch every episode of Cat Dog. <laughs> I haven't watched it in years. <laughs> I think I just might need that. You know, like 10-minute episodes, we'll just recap an episode. We'll just record them after we're done these. I <laughs> had a dumb idea the other day. Did you ever see when um, it was, like, it was uh, Gil Azari and Adam Pally and Ben Schwartz? Um, they're on an improv team together in L.A., and they did a thing online where they watched uh, all of Entourage. Beautiful. <laughs> In one sitting, though, like they did like a live stream where they just did it. So, like, no, yeah. So then, like by like hour, like like twenty, like they're like real punchy. Like it, like it's like, yeah, it like takes like a while. And I was like, how long would it take me to watch uh, every piece of Batman media? Um, oh, I would. See, like, I have no interest in that. Like, I would be like, as I, I don't know what I would. I could sit and watch Entourage. I think. <laughs> like, I, I mean, would, everyone I needs I some would, turtle in their life, yeah. Right. I mean, that was something that I had on DVD. Like, oh, oh yeah. DVD show. Yeah, I, I've never yeah, watched like it. He's always. He's always going to be the counterpart to Melissa Joan Hart in Drive Me Crazy, um, right. and that's all he'll ever be um, for me. I think he's really good in that movie, and I don't think he's very good in Entourage. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I just, very, but I would watch that. And... Not very good in Devil Wars Prada either. No, he's not. He's but good in this what? new Netflix show. What the fuck was that called? Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking. Oh yeah, like... where like his daughter gets kidnapped, right? Like yeah, he yeah. no he 
well, he dies. The whole thing is the, all of his things are a flash. Well, it's right off the beginning. It's it's his family trying to figure out whether or not he was a bad guy, whether he was cheating. Or they kill or, him off. He's it, the whole show. He's dead. But they do like the thing is, is he in the he show still because they're doing flashbacks for the whole show. And he's, like, he's still this is us. Yeah, yeah. It's very he's still very much so a key character in in the show. Yeah. When Louis was first born, and there's like round the clock feedings that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we unknowingly did um, nonstop watching of Mad Men. Like you would just come, like it, it would just, just kind of, it would just kind of like loop around. Yeah, like, and my... you would just come in and go out as you please. With the <laughs> like you didn't stop. You, you didn't stop. You didn't rewind episodes. Like you're just yeah, like, you're just like it's a little forward. bit, it's a little bit like, yeah. like ham with the remote in Toy Story 2. It's like, no, nope, we'll just have to catch it when it comes around. Again. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Like John the baby and be like, um, yeah. okay. So what's, what season is this? What's happening here? Okay. Got it. And, and who died? Okay. Like, who is he dating? It? <laughs> is he dating Rory Gilmore yet? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we did it with that and with uh, the Hills. Oh, oh my yeah. God! <laughs> Are you? There was a Hills channel. There's a channel on like there's a channel on Samsung like on the Samsung Smart TV like they have all those like Pluto channels that just play like one thing like over and over again like one of those like free channels. And, and I turned it on one time, and Frank every time would be like. Why is this still on? I was like, you have access to the remote, and you're choosing not to. You would just give. He's like, I've just seen the Spencer Heidi fight three times. I was gonna say, you're obviously pro Spencer, right? Everyone loves that guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can be pro either one. Yeah. um, Did we mention we watch Mad Men? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're pro Spencer. Spencer is such a lame price. Uh, I used to love the hills and Laguna Beach. They had a Laguna Beach channel too. Oh, I think I... it's only on during the summer. It's dangerous. I don't think I can go down that that lane because then I'll just be like, oh, I'll watch Real World. I'll watch Road Rules. I'll watch the challenges between the two of them. I would they just like go down. Channels. Yeah. Oh, oh no. They got no. All those channels. Don't tell me they, that. They took no, all I, the challenges. I have to go to college. I can't, I can't know Paramount that. Paramount <laughs> Plus like is like absorbing the challenge and like making it like. Oh the new seasons of the challenge are not since you know they don't have like real world or verbals anymore. Now usually they pull from yeah. MTV's Are You the One? Um, but now they've like they're gonna start like pulling from like Survivor and uh, Big Brother and like throwing them in the challenge. Oh, I watch Survivor. Yeah. I watch it every week. I could do this. I got it. Yeah, you could not do the challenge. I'm it, ready for the challenge. You could not possibly do the challenge. You're not in the shape that Johnny Bananas is. You're not a, a, a peak physical specimen like Johnny Bananas or Wes. I, I'm, you, I'm very arrogant. I think I can do this. Is that the is that the wild card guy, Jim, that you told me about from uh, Survivor? The wild card guy? Are you talking There's, about Are you talking about Johnny Fairplay? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need you to talk about him while I go to the bathroom uh, and tell the audience <laughs> about Johnny Fairplay. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. You, you, you can talk about it. You probably do both of you know who Johnny Fairplay is. No. You're in for a oh. treat. I'll be right back. <laughs> Johnny Fairplay was a guy who was on Survivor. And once in a while in Survivor, they do a thing where it's like, if you win this challenge, you get to meet your family. Like, you get to see them. Uh, and we know you've been wanting to do that for a while. So he won that challenge. And then his friend comes on. And then his friend comes on and is like, Johnny, I'm so sorry. Your grandmother died. <laughs> Which... I want to say he said it probably exactly how I said it. Uh, And then they were like, oh, my God, 
oh, okay, we'll let him get like the immunity challenge because like he's going to feel sad because he can't go see his family or he wasn't able to be with his grandma. They lied. They lied to get him to win that uh, to win that challenge. <sighs> That's tough. I would do that. At what point? At what I, point? I would definitely lie. What are you talking like about? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely lie. No, to you get wouldn't. The no, you wouldn't. You're saying that. You're you're saying that to to seem. Um, I'm very cool. No, <laughs> very cool. That's all. Johnny cool. was not cool guy. He also got beat up by uh, Danny Bataducci one time. So at on live oh, TV. At, at what point did they? At what point did they re- find that out? At what point? At what point did the rest of the survivors find that out? Did they not find it out until oh, the finale? I'm pretty sure they found it out at the reunion. Oh, if I my. remember correctly, this is a long time ago. His grandmother was in the audience. <laughs> the the, the uh, production found it out real quick. They were like, sure. they like called up and were like, "Hey, we're sorry for your loss." They were like, "Grandma's still alive. What are you talking about?" Uh, it's a good one. Which though. I don't remember. If, sometimes someone on the show does a bad thing, like morally bad thing, and then Jeff Probst has to come on. Like Jeff Probst like confronts them and then makes them feel terrible on yeah. my on TV, and it's yeah. always amazing because he. Everyone has such respect for him, and then he's just like, "You shouldn't have did that. You're just, you're just a boy. You shouldn't have did that." Like, <laughs> um, well, you signed the. He cu- like a good guy though. Like, are Jeff we Probst? using him? Yeah, like, are we using him as like the moral standard? Yeah, he's a hero. He's an yeah. oh, American. He's a patriot. No, <laughs> we, I don't know. We've all seen his penis. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, wait, I'm also. I'm not going to take you questioning if Jeff Probst is a good guy when you didn't blink at also saying that you would absolutely do that thing where you lie about your regret. Like, yeah, it's you a want... game show. It's a game show. Yeah. What do you want from me? There are yeah. rules. Rules of decorum. Oh, my Bubby. Uh, yeah, my Bubby's not alive. Bubby's gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I, okay. You got to lie your way to the top. That's what Johnny Fairplay found out. Yeah. Kai, did 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 you see the challenge where um they isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Has anybody this is that that actually is is I will throw out what I was gonna say and talk about <laughs> the miss. <laughs> no one no one has been able, in my estimation, no one has been able to use reality TV. Yeah, in a way that benefits them better than the Miz. Like I don't think that yeah. you could. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Bethany Frankel. Like Bethany Frankel, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, this is a conversation we have a lot. We do have this a lot, and I constantly am listening to. You. I think Jennifer. <laughs> Hudson, I think Jennifer Hudson. But the, the argument I make is that Bethany Frankel and Jennifer Hudson. I think if they hadn't been on those things, I think like Bethany Frankel. I think would have pushed her brand and been successful enough that like she would have had success in some way. Probably not the same level of success or success. She was on The Apprentice. Same thing with Jennifer Hudson. Like Jennifer Hudson, beautiful voice. Like I think she would have made it through. There was absolutely no way that the Miz would have become a professional wrestler if he hadn't gone on the real world and said, "All I want to do is become a professional wrestler." And then was on a secondary show, I think, about becoming a wrestler, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I, I I do remember bits of that, and I thought that he was on like that. behind the ring or something. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was the it was they they did a knockoff of like the making the band, uh, but for uh, for making pro wrestling <laughs> for making the Miz. Yeah, Making the Miz actually would be a show that I mean, honestly, once you got burnt on Pimp My Ride, yeah, watch Making Making the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would watch. Man, my dad lived for Pimp My Ride. Like <laughs> he knew exactly the time that it was coming on. I think every you could have and loved it. Lived for it. 
Why would they put that much money into that piece of junk? Who puts a fish tank in a car? (laughs) (laughs) Always, every time, it's a piece of crap. Look what they did to it. Loved, loved, loved exhibit. It's a good show. (laughs) I think you could have spoken forever, and I never would have figured out that you'd say the sentence, my dad lived for Pimp My Ride. Yeah. <laughs> here, that's here's... like a that's a good password because no one's ever said that before. <laughs> here's a key too, is that if you both spent a thousand hours <laughs> with Courtney's father, you would get less away from that project. All right, so we could talk about Pit My Ride probably forever, but I don't I don't think we should. Um yeah. uh we'll, I we'll talk about you know MTV what? reality shows forever. We'll, but. <laughs> we'll do a secondary episode. Next next movie come back on. We'll just make sure to talk about Pit My Ride for 40 minutes oh and then God. whatever the movie Can you is. Bring my dad on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like, when, to talk about it. When these things the... naturally happen, I absolutely. Next time you come on, if you want to bring your dad on, 100%, but we have to talk about Pit My Ride. Um <laughs> I mean, if he wants to do his own bonus episode, you know, I love don't even like come on, introduce us and then leave it kind of like a play date for us. Just leave him, throw him in here. <laughs> no, no. On Paramount Plus. Uh, oh, no, it's not. It's like it looks like it's suffered the same fate as like Annie Milanakis, where it's like no one cared enough enough to put it anywhere. My dad would buy episodes. Of Andy Milanakis? <laughs> Maybe. We like to sing that song to Louie a lot for, uh, he likes to put things on his head a lot. Like, <laughs> don't call me a... <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's the perfect, it's the perfect song. Don't I call got, me a what? Like, 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 I got like, spaghetti on my head. Don't call, call me, me spaghetti, spaghetti head. head. <laughs> I got bees on my head. Don't call me a bee head. Bees on my head. Don't call me a pea head. For the same reason, you should absolutely subject your child to They Might Be Giants. Um... The simplicity of their yeah. lyrics are just fantastic. We're and big fans. Yeah. One time, I, to me, they're great. Yeah. One time I was at a party and Chris Newcomer was there and we were just chatting. And then I like out of no, it, you know, that point when you're like you get drunk and then just out of nowhere, you're just like, I don't care. I'm just going to be as drunk as possible. Like, I'm just going to talk about whatever I feel like. No, I don't. Oh, I would like you to cut that part out of the podcast. Don't joke about that. (laughs) (laughs) Good, because I hate editing. Uh... (laughs) Anyway, one time I was at a a party with Chris, and I talked for, like, maybe an hour about how much I like They Might Be Giants, a band he doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did not care and I was just like and then they had this song and it was good and then they had this song and that was good and then they were on Tiny Toons and that was good yeah. hear me out he's a worm he's not an actual worm but he is also he is he is not but he is Do you remember Kablam they sang oh. the sun is a mass of incandescent gas on yeah. that they did they did a music video with mm-hmm. strong sad a tertiary character from the Homestar Runner. I uh, love Strong Sad. Uh, Flash oh, website. Strong Sad. Sorry. Bel- <laughs> one of my, uh, I also think about this all the time, was one time uh, They Might Be Giants was on the Preston and Steve show, which is a radio show in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. for the Irish listener who uh, doesn't know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, I have to turn it off. They made a reference. <laughs> <laughs> One more gosh dang local reference. 
<laughs> I, I just remember the one time they were on that show and then like it, it was like the time of the show didn't work out and they were like hey um we have to interrupt this interview with you uh how would you feel about talking to ned Beatty? and they both were like um i'm don't know how i feel motion pictures ned Beatty? sure <laughs> let's do it and then they this is the only time you're ever going to hear they might be giants talking to ned Beatty. And who's sure. Ned Beatty? Um, he, was Ned... A, he was a 70s actor. Hmm. Oh, Ned Beatty is uh, uh, Lotso Huggins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. No, you know, I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, did you see, you saw Network? Yeah. Ned Beatty is the head of the TV studio network that's standing at the, the end of the table, table and going, yeah. Like, yeah. The that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's, that he's guy. in the movie for like five minutes and then he won an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Well-deserved Oscar, too. The only one that doesn't deserve the Oscar and, like, you know, deserve, not deserve, like, artist, artist objective and the Oscars are silly. But um, yeah. uh, the woman that plays William Holden's wife in Network is in it for, like, less than him, and she won an Oscar for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> she did. They were yep. just like, people love the acting in Network. There was, uh, like, 20 I, acting Oscars for Network. I um took a class... I took a class at Temple um, three times, and Good. only one teacher w- would, in order to graduate with a communications degree, you have to take this class, and only one teacher takes it, and he's like the head of the department, or he's like one of one of the like top people in the department, and you know, it, he's like he thinks very highly of himself. Um, and so I had to watch the network in that class so many times and hear him like it was even on tests like three mm. different times that network lost out on the Oscar to which movie? Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Which is and then it's like, is this hyper reality? Is it like it goes through like all these things of like what this what this means for our for us like in the future and oh like my God. it was like it's just Why? the silliest thing ever and it's like god my teacher loved that movie and really got upset about rocky <laughs> well <laughs> i'm mad as hell and i'm yeah. not gonna <laughs> 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 context is important and never let it go in the, mm. in the like six years i was at temple <laughs> i took this class that many times and he literally every time just as riled <laughs> context was important though because you're you got a country that's coming out of the vietnam war they're mm-hmm. entering into a gas crisis they don't want a movie yelling at them about how how terrible we are oh they just, just want to they just want a movie they can stand up and cheer for movies in the 70s were so miserable yeah. like everything everyone was just sad all like angry all the time i watched uh the french connection recently oh, yeah it's yeah. just gene hackman just being like uh, get, get up on the wall. I'm going to shoot you. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to do it. And then like him running out of the room. It, it's and an that, insane that, movie. That's Sylvester Stallone. He punches me just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sylvester Stallone comes on and then he cries on a bed. And I'm like, I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And nobody understands me. What do I, uh, I got to speak my feelings every day. And these people don't understand. I can't do it. I always want to get New Yorker. How do I also, I but also thinking about that uh, in the seventies, a very cheerful movie to them is a movie about a sad man who can't box and then loses against another 
that was a happy movie for them. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the happiest movie is about someone who still loses. Yep. <laughs> and uh, 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 but wins. Begins the path uh, to just increasing brain damage too. It's uh, <laughs> which is what the fifth movie is about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get being mad about the best picture one. I feel like Patty. Chovieski was probably more upset that he lost the screenplay award till Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, you know, that one. If anybody's gonna be mad, Patty's gonna be mad about that. Yeah. Look at me calling him Patty. I know. I was like, wow. Do you guys see um Fosse Vernon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's the only reason why I know who that guy even is. Uh watch it on Hulu, I think. It's yeah. one of those like FX American stories or whatever but it's about bob fossey and gwen vernon and it's oh so fucking good it's so and it's like just well also it's like a hundred percent up my alley like it's just like <laughs> i love and i love uh anything broadway and like mm. i'm gonna do something big vi- I'm gonna, over the top i'm gonna do something visual for our pocket podcast list. oh please do yeah yeah yeah, yeah, gwen, yeah. Ver- gwen vernon um is crying like Michelle Williams is crying because Sam Rockwell is cheating on her. He's and, and she's like crying and she composes herself and she goes like this. She goes, and like walks out of her. It's a very over the top wipe like, your tear, wave your hand, like, but it also is princess like, wavy kind of at the end. But yeah, it's also bit, yeah. like such a Fosse move. Like, if you know, like Fosse jazz hands, and mm-hmm. like he did like. Chicago and Cabaret. Cabaret, like, that's the one I saw. Yeah, um, it's just very like big and uh, and so like just to like wipe the tear and like uh, okay. leave your hand up is like uh, so fussy too. <laughs> like she's like she's she's like so choreographed by him like in life too. Uh, it's so good. I think the word I'm thinking about is sharp. It just feels like a really sharp move. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was all it's yeah. just so clean, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I strive to be able to move like that when I do performance, but instead I'm like, I don't know what folding towels feels like. Ah, <laughs> I don't remember. I, mean, I always think about, um, with the, I one time saw, uh, Fred Brown, who's a very floaty guy. And I saw mm-hmm. him just like, kind of like float across the stage. And I was like, that was not like, that was very smooth, but it was not at all. Like, like the stiff movement that I'm used to with the comedy where it's like very exact. And I was like, that was just as funny though. You can be funny and be floaty. I constantly have just Kermit the frog hands doing, doing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, thank you for your quote. I love this. You I do think it's about that time though. Um, I do want to ask, um, uh, I want to go back real quick, uh, if given a space for, if there is specifically about the Hawaiian movie uh, that you wanted to make uh, known. Um, Normally we do like a a final note about the movie, but given there's shorts, um, I I just, if with it being your favorite, I wanted to make sure if there was something else. I think um, for me, like the visual, so it, it almost feels like it hits, Every single thing, like it, it is a very efficient, like short, and it hits every single thing, and you know it hits every single thing because they have the brochure in the beginning that mm-hmm. marks every single scene that you're about to see and what it's going to lead up to, and it's almost like that, like plays out the thesis of it. It goes through it. 
you get to the end and they change it up a little bit for the ending. And it's just so sweet how everybody comes together to make that dream happen. And that's really what like inspires me, what makes me love it, what makes me be like, oh, this is such a good, it's such a great visual too. Like you just like know what you're getting yourself into with this ride. And it's like, I just, I just love that. And like just seeing everybody pitch in in that way and see it all come to life is just like, oh, this is what friends are for. This no, is that's... what family's for in life. And yeah. I just love that so much. What a great message, right? Like the heart like... of Toy Story is is about community and the importance of community. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. And so I, that that is just like, if I can say anything about it, it's just like, I love that moment where they go through everything and then you do see everything come together. And it's like, what a dream come true for this cute little couple. Like, mm. um, yeah. I feel like it's like chosen fam, the way that like a lot of people yes. in like queer, like the queer world are like, this is the people that like, I didn't have all the love that I wanted. Yes. And this is like the love I understand now and my new ultimate who I am now. Like, yeah, you know, yes. Buzz may not be loved and admired the way he was before, but now he's loved in a way that's just so pure for just who he just gets to decide who he is. Like exactly. he has so much room to grow and be who he is. Uh, well, they all do. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That's Except a, Mr. Potato Head will nice make- way of looking at it too. Yeah. Like- it's just like, yeah, like everybody gets to be who they're going to be and there's no judgment and they're supported and loved. And it's like, uh, what a great message to send. We need more of that in this world. And yeah. that's just like what warms my heart so much in that short and why yeah. I love it so much. And we'll watch it over and over again with my little <laughs> baby boy. Even Mr. Potato Head grows. Like in, yeah. the, in the first Toy Story, Mr. Potato Head is openly trying to murder Woody. That is his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Um, and, but yeah, but but yeah, but Potato Head will spend their entire life uh, um, calling everyone hockey pucks. Uh, that that's gonna be their gonna be their thing. That's gonna be the voice acting is is like talked about a bunch. Like I, but like it's so perfect. Like Joan Cusack is perfect. Michael Keaton is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like it might, it's such a bit thing, but and and like I guess you have to be a person that I, I don't think so. I disagree. I don't think you have to be a person that knows it's Michael Keaton, but like being a person that knows who Michael Keaton is and then knowing that it's Ken is uh, just adds a, a little uh Genesis Quad to it that I, I, I really like. Frank, I've never related to you more. You just did a move I do all the time, and I Jim, you see me do this. I Bring disagree up, uh... with things I haven't stated yet, always, <laughs> where you're just like I'm going to skip the part where I actually say the thing and just say I disagree with my own thought. And then keep going. It's, a, it's a little secret you get to keep for yourself. I don't want to know. I don't know what you disagree, like the exact disagreement you're making with yourself. That's between you and your brain. Yeah, I thought I thought the thing you were going to relate to was the fact that you bring up Michael Keaton all the time. Oh, I, I, I love Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton mm. way more than I expect okay. Kai to bring up Michael Keaton. <laughs> so good yeah, i know 100%. So i love michael keaton i'm just so pure like i like uh i think ken is a great representation of michael keaton like if you if if you have to think of him in like cartoon form i'm like oh yeah i mean i think that he's just like yeah okay whatever you want yeah, that's I was going to say, gender norms would not bother Michael no. Keaton. Michael Keaton would just like what Michael Keaton likes. And that's exactly yeah. what Ken is. Ken is just exactly who he is. Uh, Ken is Jim. Uh, Jim okay. I'm sorry, not exactly, but <laughs> you know, you played with your sister's Barbies like it wasn't a big deal because it wasn't. Um, to I me, was going to mark that down as a bully, yeah, but uh, you, no, 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 but <laughs> to me, you're one of my friends that is just like so lovely that it's like I don't have to waste time to like think about like, how do, I don't know, how do I put this? 
I feel like things just click for your brain in a really beautiful way in terms of not how to be like to not be hateful or like judgmental. I think you have mm. a beautiful brain. And I, that's one of the things I really value about you. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, it's just and, and so you have the magic of Ken, in my opinion, in the sense that just like you celebrate the things you love. Who gives a fuck if anyone's going to judge you because you got love in your life and that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. Yes. To me, it's like to, to me, it's uh, as an adult. It, it becomes harder and harder to have joy, like to find joy with things. So when you find like a spark of joy, you need like you need to hold on to it so that you can like build that fire. Uh, and I like so, so I like to I like to keep that. So like when people feel joy, it's just like, no, feel that you, you, you're experiencing life. Do it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Frank, is there a final thought you have about uh, this movie? Nope. I think okay. it was all very well said. Jim, any final thoughts on the Hawaiian uh, movie? I'm going to have to call my Aunt Noe and see how they did with Hawaii representation. Um, <laughs> something tells me not the, the smoothest thing, but it is still no. a sweet story. Um, they would get they would do it exactly like that. The ham would be the, you know, like the, the way they did it. They just they hit all the bells and whistles of like a luau kind of vibe. I went to Hawaii at 13. This is very much the version of Hawaii yeah, that I yeah. got as well. You yeah. know, I should have just spent all my time just climbing up a mountain and just embracing the land. But no, instead, I just um, you got to sign up for the hotel luau and get a keychain. You know, yeah. that's all you need. You need those two things. I've yeah. never been to Hawaii. So all of my experience with Hawaii is that one time that Full House went to Hawaii. And then that one time that the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii. So I really have no frame of reference in the movie or in the show. Uh actually the show okay. where they where they pick up the they pick up the the idol and then it goes the curse yeah. Yeah. yeah so good vincent so price good. yeah yeah is vincent price in that vincent price ends up being the um the the person behind the curse of the the the, the tiki totem um i don't remember that at all mostly because I, I did not know who vincent price was when i was at that age uh, i was a big radigan fan uh, <laughs> that's who plays radigan oh yeah Oh. Uh, let your dad know we're also, in addition to Pit My Rag, going to be talking about the Brady Bunch. Those are the two things we're going to be doing an episode oh, on. I'll call, I'll, call in my, I'll call in my Uncle Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. Let's just let's just get in the room and for the most part, just let them talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so... What a, what a fun thing. But everyone's dad's coming on and then they're all going to talk to each other and we leave. What a fun podcast idea. We just thought, we just thought you all might like get along. And, yeah. you know, dads can always use Can we do that for friends, right? <laughs> you all like pimp my ride. Go. <laughs> talk. Yeah. Talk, dads. Uh, Jim, do you have a final point? Um, About uh, any of this them. one? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if you have one for Hawaii. Uh, I mean, the Hawaii one that I had was I like the zipper that zips and unzips because it, it reminds me of uh, the one time Nick Kronberger went into a scene and was like, I'm a chair and I only like getting sat on. And then people tried to, like, push him for more emotions. And he was like, I only know being sat on. I don't have any other emotions. <laughs> it's a very funny joke that Nick does sometimes. I just want someone to sit on me. Yeah, that's it's, all I can do. It's I have I didn't even see it. Jim told me about it, and I've told a coworker. So it's really gone down the line of nobody gives a shit improv world. Like, it's really, <laughs> yeah. like it's really it's eventually, I really hope it keeps going. Like, I want it to be a tale told in 200 years. <laughs> Needs to get back to Nick. <laughs> yeah.
Oh, Nick doesn't remember. Guy once. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you something. Nick has no idea he did that. It's only I'm the only person that remembers it, and he's just. I'll I'll tell him, and it'll be like, sure, Jim, whatever. I don't like improv. You're the herald. Uh, You're the herald of the herald. Uh, Wait, (laughs) I'm the herald of the herald. The herald. 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 Oh, (laughs) you're the herald. Harold. Like, Harold. I'm sitting right next to him, and I didn't. Oh, uh, my accent uh, is pure. Where I mean, is your accent from? Hold on a second. Am I supposed to? I don't understand accents well. Do you have an accent? Um, I guess. Yeah. I, he I, has a Philly accent. Oh yeah. According okay. to my Philly accent is pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, just. Uh, yeah. Say. So, I mean, I guess. What are the big ones? What are the ones that really you get called out for? Um. Uh. Family. Family. Really? That. How do people say family. Yeah. Fam- exactly how you said it. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I say family. Uh, um, Brown, Tal. I know mm. that I say Mario weird. <laughs> I also say... Mario. I say yeah, Mario I party. Mario. I think Mario Mario's is correct. Mario, Mario is correct, but everyone Mario. makes fun of people from Philadelphia because we say Mario. Yeah. I'm from, Mario racing. I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Ouch. People, people think that I sound like I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> the coach coach drove me home in the boat through this now i'm combining <laughs> so far i'm going to be taking boston philadelphia new york and then adding it to minnesota so i don't know what the fuck my accent's going to be soon <laughs> um the one word that i'm still that i'm really just doing mostly in minnesotan is fine um that one that's i can't fine. stop doing oh that's fine, fine. Yeah, that's fine. fine don't worry about yeah. it no, yeah, it's fine. Fuck me. No, no, no. Fuck me. No, 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 no. No, fuck me. No, no, no. You go. Fuck me. No, you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> have That's my house. Uh, <laughs> They're talking to the bank. Yeah, no, it's fine. Foreclose on me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get in the way. <laughs> yeah, but I will spend the next thirty minutes saying goodbye before leaving this bank. Um, <laughs> we are ending this. Podcast. All right. Goodbye, goodbye now. Goodbye. Very appropriate. Uh, all right. Good night, everybody. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the point in which I have to say thank you both for coming on and talking to me about uh, these Pixar shorts. No joke. Like, thank you for bringing this into my life and for giving me your time and energy. Um, you are a parent, and the time in which you aren't having to do the monitoring directly is a valuable time. So I appreciate you sharing some of that with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were very happy to do it. We really, I mean, we watch these shorts all the time, but like, it's nice to have like things that you enjoy to watch with your kid as opposed yep. to like, you know, right now he's into like the amazing Spider-Man friends that oh. you're like, which one of us is very excited about. Oh man. One mm. of us doesn't really care about Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. Mm. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the point in which you have, uh, the opportunity to promote, uh, Person, place, things, nouns, you get it. Um, it can be whatever your heart desires, <laughs> as long as it's not um, a cult. That's the one rule I think we've made so far. So no improv shows? Cult? Uh, improv? Okay, <laughs> improv is a cult, but it's one that flies under the radar, so you can promote it on this podcast. You're fine. Great. We'll allow it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to promote, and I don't even know if this show's still on Netflix. Yeah, but perfect. I really liked the show The Duchess, and Duchess. Um, I'll put it in the comments. It yeah. was <laughs> a very funny um, show that was only one season. It's an American comedian in England, 
at raising her daughter. And it was so funny to me. And I really enjoyed it. And if you can find The Duchess somewhere, I think you should watch it. And that's what I would like to promote. You know what? I don't recognize a single actor, which tells me it's great. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know. <laughs> uh, Duchess. We'll put it in the comments, Jim. You can look it up at when this episode comes out. No, no. We can wait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Catherine Ryan. She's funny. Yes. She's a uh, Canadian and it lives in uh, the UK. Canadian, yes. Sorry, I said she was, was on. Uh, she was on a season of Taskmaster, but also mostly is on all of the. Uh... How do we always get back to Taskmaster on this podcast? Well, if you bring up any British comedian, mm. then they were on Taskmaster. Mm. Uh, could you have any uh, non-British comedian or any Taskmaster-related things to promote? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, Kai, you just did the don't think about an elephant thing. Is, now. It, is it all Taskmaster stuff now, you want to promote? <laughs> all British comedians. Oh, oh, crap. Be sure to check out the Big Fat Quiz Show. No, that has Jimmy Carr. <laughs> is Jimmy Carr bad? No, he didn't pay his taxes that one time. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, he now gets for that. gets roasted for tax evasion now. I love not, the not tax not tax evasion tax avoidance. He did the the slippery sneaky thing of uh, like hiding his his money over. I don't know. I don't quite remember. But yeah, yeah. What whatever. Um, so you want to promote tax evasion? Got it. Oh, I I'll, I'll promote. Um, no, nah, we're gonna do our taxes in a couple weeks. Okay. Uh, I'll promote. <laughs> <Two weeks. laughs> you know what? I'll, you know what I'll promote is that. Um, people if they can find it so like this is access to um disney shorts they're on disney plus and like mm-hmm. pixar great but like uh oscars uh season is, is, is around us and there's just they're uh one of the things that i didn't get to do this year that uh, i'm bummed out but in years past i've watched um and courtney has watched a couple yeah. years with me the oscar nominated uh short animated films which are always excellent they're so good so yeah. if people like if people like pixar films no they're okay. the, some of them are adult and some of them are very cool some of them are pushing the medium of animation in, in real cool places so like um look at those lists and try and like find and a lot of them are uh small independent filmmakers and so su- support them support animation which i love um yeah. see more stories and like see yeah. more yeah and also like i promote uh, in terms of philosophy like make your own stuff like um if, if yeah. you've got uh, ideas make make stuff Wh- whatever it is whatever it is to you just just make it i've been feeling that yeah. that little extra pep i recently listened to a podcast that was just like i used to think i can't write because i literally i can't spell and my grammar's terrible but it's like literally no just anybody can write just pick up like do the thing write it just yeah write, write a book because you can be the opposite of fred durst big stuff Mm. Nice. That was a break stuff joke, everyone. Yeah, it's just, no, no, no. It's Thank just you one of those for joining us on the podcast. <laughs> when you want to write down uh, everything that's good, everything that frowns, I don't know. I'm trying. I don't. Uh, I don't, don't do anything for the, Don't that... do anything for the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you both again. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, we'll have you back for uh, a wild episode, it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited for yeah, this. All of our dads are looking very forward to Oh, <laughs> and we should save it for a movie that everybody wants. Like, it'd be like Jaws 1. Like, it has to be a movie that right. like, we should talk about. If it's yeah, going to be yeah. anything, it's going to be Fletch Lives, because that's what my dad watches exclusively. Right. 
We'll get to it eventually. My dad really uh, likes Dirty Harry movies. There's a lot of those. We'll do yeah. a run on Dirty Harry movies. And he also likes, what's the Irish one? The one that's always on on St. Paddy's Day. Oh, The Quiet Man. The Quiet Man. Oh, oh yeah. We want to talk about. But that's not a series. It's not well, a series, and it is. We'll watch that and The Depatted and, uh, I don't know, just Mark Wahlberg, like a video of him. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I wonder if he was on Pin My Ride. Oh, uh, I'll, oh, we definitely I'll, was. I'll, I'll, I'll share. What'd you do to my car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he went and probably, uh, you know, would beat uh, Exhibit with a two by four until mm-hmm. uh, Exhibit's eye popped out of his socket. Uh, yeah, he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's, he's not a good guy. <laughs> but he goes to uh confession so it's Always fine <laughs> anytime when he wears underwear anytime <laughs> anyone brings up mark Wahlberg, i have to bring up the fact that mark Wahlberg truly and earnestly believes that if he had been on the plane which he was scheduled <laughs> to be on uh he was scheduled to be on oh the flight God. on flight united 93 um on september punched. 11th that he that the plane wouldn't have crashed that yeah. he yeah. earnestly believes this and that's all you need to know about why we're gonna watch i all the mock walk want and, him to say that to Kanye and kind of be like 100. percent I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, no, you're a genius. I get it. I know what that's like. <laughs> and you need it. The society needs us. <laughs> and then on the other side of things, Seth MacFarlane was also supposed to be on one of the 9/11 planes, and then he missed it because he was hungover. And now Family Guy right. is an empire. Oh my gosh, that what we a, could have lost a lot of people. We never would have had Ted <laughs> too. We never would have had Ted too. We would never would have had a thousand ways to die in the West. All right, folks, welcome to hour two. We're going to be getting into 9-11, <laughs> 9/11 content. We just change. I love you, everyone. Um, thank you. Please come back. We're going to come back and we're going to get into. Uh, oh, wait, you're not going to be able to listen to that episode unless you become a Patreon supporter. Uh, do that so you can listen to us recap and talk about Toy Stories and which order they are. Uh, it's going to be a fancy dinner. Jim, uh, Rachel, and I are going to be getting together um, for a nice dinner, and you're going to be able to watch us in your mind. Uh, Jim, I'm going to make you wear a top hat. Did um, we this already? No, we didn't record Toy Story, did we? Oh, my God, did we record this? Oh, no. No, we didn't. Jim, I know that I forget a lot of stuff, but don't fucking do this to me. We haven't rated them yet. So we'll be doing that. And then after that, please come back. We're going to be continuing with more Pixar content. We're going to be getting into Incredibles um, because it's a fucking amazing movie and arguably better than Toy Story 1. Well, goodbye, everyone. Good night. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.